Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Yeah, I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Welcome in, everybody. It's Friday, July 22nd. Happy Friday to you. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X coming to you live from the OG Studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Not sure if you can uh, smell the creepiness from there, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's what we're working with here. Trevor Kelsey's here. Intern Jenna made it across the bridge as well. Very curious to hear her thoughts on the uh, her first OG studio experience. No, it's her second. Oh, it is? Yeah, was you, she here when I was out? Uh, yeah. You could, was yeah, I gone? Yeah, you you were here. I was? What, was he? No, I wasn't. I, I couldn't have been here. Oh, was, oh, that's right. It was Rashawn. You're right. My bad. That was when you were on one of your vacations. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Well, the only vacation. But no, yeah. you, well, I think it was one of your air quote sick days, you know, or you're, you're taking the time off and everything. I think that was just vacation. I think those were the only two Mondays. <laughs> only Monday and Wednesday I've missed were those that vacation week. I think when I was sick the last time, it was a. Thursday. Anytime you're out, I just say you're on vacation. That's fine. I don't. I don't. I don't fault you for that. I mean, we're here until we, we know there's no such thing as pots. Well, <laughs> you're just making it up. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> uh, we're here until five thirty today. It is a uh, shortened show because the Louisville Bats are back tonight. Correct. Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna. I try. I didn't need all six songs today. What am I doing? Well, I'm glad one of us knew. <laughs> The Louisville Bats I are at some point. I'm working the game. I should remember it. That's the whole reason why we're over here is because you're working the game tonight, and somehow <laughs> I've forgotten between now and half an hour ago. What you? What could I've done between now and half an hour ago? I don't forget. Know. Oh, good, good God! <laughs> Off to a rousing start already. Bats back in action after the, I guess, All Star break at the AAA level. Why did I just get way louder? I just got way louder. Is that? Because okay. I was turning my volume up, and I think I guess I turned somehow yours up too. That's okay. Uh, the the only thing that I, I can't stand about I love the OG studio. I love the the, the decor, the accoutrement, the Perfect the word. history. I don't love that I can only hear myself out of one ear. I don't know how you do this every day because this is how Trevor. You always have yeah. one headphone in and the other one out, and I. It drives me crazy. I can't do two ears. It drives me crazy. There's one of everything here. Like I, I can hear out of one ear. There's one arm on my chair. We have uh, one light on in here out of the, the six light bulbs. It, it's like you know, it's Fulton Reed. He's one out of everything. Uh, did you Did you notice uh, we have a giant uh, camper out front now? I did. I didn't know what was going on there. I, I, I didn't ask. I don't ask those questions. When I see stuff like that, I just move on. Just, just part of the norm when you come to the Southern. Indiana. I don't. I learned a long time ago. I don't ask questions. Just, it's probably better you don't. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm. Not, I actually didn't get any answers either. But it was a very giant camper on the side of the building. I'm curious. I don't know if we're adding an extension to the studio or if someone's moving. I don't know. I 
when you asked me that, I assumed that you knew what was going on, but no, apparently not. No, I've always have you have you ever like taken a trip in a camper? No, have not. Have you? I'd like to. I, I've always wanted to take get like do the. I know, I know it's cliche, right? But do the RV and like just drive across the country and do the stops and maybe not with gas prices where they are now, but at some point. But you want to be Steve Harrington. It's <laughs> a good call, yeah. Got to find your Nancy. But I meant to bring this up yesterday with Stephen. Uh, I did. I love the exact quote to them when he when he's arguing with Robin. He's like, he's like, she posited fifty three five fifty three minutes and five seconds. Who does that? Only men. <laughs> and I'm like, is that? I wonder if that's an exact time. And I, I went to like a YouTube video and the exact moment she gets out of the pool. 53 minutes, five seconds. I'm glad you did your research there. The only time you've been happy to do extra research it to is. confirm something. It is. So, yeah, I've always wanted to do the, the get in the RV. And but RVs are expensive. Like, not even just to buy, but to rent. I mean, they're not cheap. It's yeah. it's almost cheaper just to just get a rental car and stay at hotels. Well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You can, tell me, you can tell me I'm gonna, lend you the, I'm gonna lend you the money. I mean, I, I don't have it. I mean, you're dressed like it. You I look don't like, have you look it. Like you got the cash flow right now. We're going to. I, I told you I'm going going to Oliver's 50th birthday. Happy birthday, my brother Oliver, who's Happy absolutely birthday, not Ollie. listening to the show right now. But Why we're not? going over to his house. I'm sure he's working uh, right from here because you know they do. You know, they, everybody does stuff at six o'clock. I'm like, I don't even get off the air until six o'clock usually. But today it's five twenty-five. So go back home, scoop the kiddos up, head over to his house. And uh, we'll have a good time. I'm excited about it. Well, if you have to go home to get the kids, why couldn't you just change when you got home? Because I'm like, I'm literally not going to get out of the car. Like, hopefully, Mary will have them ready to go. Uh, She'll be able to walk right out, and we'll because we don't have, you know, we're going to be late anyway, so we don't have time to spare. You don't have a lot of confidence in your voice when you said, "Hopefully, Mary will have them ready." I there's a reason <laughs> because the yeah, I mean, like the percentage of time that Mary's had you know, can be ready on time is it's very low. So you're only giving her two and a half hours to prepare. Well, she's working. She's oh, still, well, that's true. She, right is, she does work. She has to, somebody's got to pay the bills at the house. She works exactly. She works Some, until five o'clock. Somebody's got to put you in those fancy clothes. Well, this is. I think these were all gifts at some point. Any fancy clothes that I have, I did not buy myself. I feel like I'm the only one that dressed for the, uh, the to come to the OG studio today. Jenna's in her work clothes. Like her other work clothes. clothes. She's looking, yeah. She's she's looking. Uh, can't imagine how hot she is because she's wearing pants. It's it, million I'm degrees wearing, outside. It was all black too, and all black. I, I walked the dog like a, a like for like five minutes and was dead almost. It I walked was, from the car to here and it was. I mean, she looks like a female Johnny Cash a little bit. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. She's raring to go. Yeah, where's the tie? At? Come on, well, we'll make we can find a tie around here. Well, maybe we probably can't find a tie around here. <laughs> I could give her the uh, blue uh, blue blazer out of the out of the closet you've had to wear. Before. Oh yeah, that's right. I did put that on one time. Yeah. Well, everyone who hosts the show here has to wear it at least once. I have a picture of it. I have never posted that picture. I wonder if I should. You haven't. I, know, I think you sent it to me. Probably. And, and I think TJ. Yeah, because he had to know that you know the rite of passage has moved on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I- <laughs> Thornton's sex line today five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. There's not. The the ACC Media Days gave us a lot of juicy stuff the last couple of days. There was a little bit of lingering things from yesterday that I want to touch on, not directly involving Louisville. Um, we don't have – yesterday also DJ Wagner, the update of the day, was spicy, gave us a lot to talk about. We don't have that today, so we uh, want to hear from you. It's the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And while, before you text in, make sure you're a Refreshing Rewards member. Make sure you've enrolled in the Summer Cash Bash because each week this summer – Thornton's is giving away ten grand to one lucky member of the Refreshing Rewards program. All you have to do to enter, open that app up, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are entered. And uh, not just ten thousand every week. At the end of the summer, they're giving away a grand prize of a twenty twenty two Chevy Tahoe. Nice. Also, if you're not a Refreshing Rewards member and you don't want to download the app, you can't figure out how app stores work. You're like Trevor Kelsey. It's very easy. 
All you have to do this is some second solution. Text rewards to 80313. You're enrolled. Then you can be a part of the summer cash bash. It's Thornton's. It's happening all summer long. Text us on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I, have, I know how apps work. I have Venmo. You do have Venmo. I'm, 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 I'm we all know how you know. We all know that you know how apps work because we spent an hour of yesterday's show talking about your DoorDash usage. Well, yeah, but I don't actually use the DoorDash app. Oh my god! I just, I just, I just go to you like go to your the, desktop. Yeah, and I just said, you what? know, <laughs> I mean, yes, a desktop is a thing, Jenna. That's a crazy person thing. Why is that crazy? I mean, it's the exact same thing. What's the? I mean, there's no difference. Because the app is way easier to use. How so? How do you know? Have you ever used a desktop? I used desktop Uber Eats one time, and it was a nightmare. Well, maybe that was because it was Uber I couldn't Eats. find my phone. Uber Eats sucks. You should use DoorDash. Well, I, regardless, I, tre- Trevor doesn't give uh, give its business to anything Uber. Okay. Uber's banned. You know that. No, that's right. Because they wouldn't let you in. Because you were, yeah, they drove off and left me in the heat. Because you didn't have a mask and you were smoking. <laughs> I don't know if I was smoking at the time, but I might have been. I mean, I wouldn't have smoked a cigarette in the car. I mean, unless they let me. But I mean, otherwise, I wasn't going to. They left you right there off Taylorville Road. They let me in the parking lot of a church of all places. For all that guy knew, you could have perished. I mean, I hope the guy thinks I did. You could have been I gone. Hope, I hope I just somebody thinks I'm going to haunt him now. I hope so too, honestly. <laughs> if we're being if we're being frank, get bad karma. <laughs> Good Lord. How was your Thursday night, TK? What, what was the the crazy trilogy of movies that you watched? Uh, not a trilogy, just a se- uh, what, what's the word for for just two sequel sequel? Well, the sequel's got to be one that comes just duo. Duo. There we go. That's the word we're looking for. Thank you. That's why he's the, the big brains on Brett. Uh, and I did um, I did Easy Money, a classic uh, Rodney Dangerfield '80s movie. Okay. And then I followed that off with a underrated classic, uh, Better Off Dead. Never seen it. Have you ever heard of it? No. Very quintessential 80s film. Like, it is everything you can like. It's like doing, like, one of those, like, spoof movies of parodies, like, you know, another teen movie type thing. Uh Uh-huh. It's like doing kind of that with all the 80s cliches, but without being, like, over-the-top corny. Okay. And just, like, putting them all into a movie, John Cusack, obsessed with his high school girlfriend. I mean, and I say obsessed, I mean obsessed. He's got, like, her picture everywhere. Uh, she breaks up with him after six months, uh, and because he can't ru- he can't ski the K twelve, and she dumps him for the blonde hunk that can. The- this sounds like the South Park Aspen episode. I mean, they, they might rip this off, and and of course he falls in love with the French exchange student who is pretends not to speak English and is stuck with the nerdy huge fat kid that lives across the street who thinks he's with her, but okay. she's not. And. Uh, he's got some uh, uh, Chinese neighbors who only one one speaks no English, the other only speaks Howard Cosell. So every time they pull up to him, they're like, "Look at this! Look <laughs> at this loser!" I want it. They try to race him. What is he's this? Got, movie? He's got a paper boy that, that he owes two dollars to, and he chases him the whole movie asking for his two dollars. And maybe the best part about it, this movie sounds terrible. Oh, it's horrible! It, no, it's not horrible. It's hilarious. Maybe the best part is the guy that plays Booger and Nerds. You know him, right? No. Okay, he. Uh, how many? You're such so 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 lacking. Uh, he plays his best friend, who is a uh, complete slacker. At one point, complains, "We're in a small town, uh, Lee. We can't even get real drugs here," and which leads to one of my favorite lines when on top of the mountain and he starts snorting snow. He's like, "It's real snow. You know, street value of this stuff in our town." <laughs> it's, it sounds awful. Oh, it's just funny. Watch it. You need to watch it. It's, I'm not going to watch yo, it. You're going to watch it. There's, there's a zero. Like, there's like a 0.5% chance that I watch most of your suggestions. That one's like zero, zero, zero. It's, point a, one. it's on Showtime. 
I mean, if anything, you should watch Easy Money. It's the best Ronnie Dangerfield movie. So you only watched two last night? Well, I watched two because I listened to KRC. Oh. I, yeah, I listened to yesterday's KRC. Were they I fighting did, again? No, but I did blow up their text message, so I don't know how they reacted today to me. I, after I did, after I realized, I sent them like 12 text messages while I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> and I told TJ I texted them about 10.30. I was like, I'm blowing up your text line. <laughs> Good luck. Good God. So today's show should be interesting. I'm listening to that tonight. Uh, I just saw now that uh, Tennessee football, who is, you know, of course, they're, like Texas, they're back for the 50th time this season. Oh, yeah. They're going to be great, even though they're picked to finish behind Kentucky yeah. in the SEC East. They have received a notice of allegations detailing 18 NCAA violations uh, and $60,000 worth of cash and gifts given to football recruits and players by Jeremy Pruitt, his wife, numerous coaches, a staff, uh, and a booster. Well, I mean, does 51 that, page notice of allegations. Does this happen before Neil? This, uh, I don't know. I, I little, I, I just read the tweet. I mean, I, I assumed when. I mean, they they've been handing out money like candy on Halloween since Neil became around. This was um, between 2018 and 2021. Yeah, I mean, they were doing. I was gonna say that, but they were also doing that before Neil. They just finally allowed to do it. All 18 <laughs> violations are level one. That is a. This is not I mean, a small you, matter. I mean, you've got 18 level one. How, what does that equal to? How many does that make? Like four level twos, six level twos. I don't think that that's how it works. I mean, at some it's point, it's not like gotta... cashing in quarters for nickels. I mean, these, are t- these are two completely different units of currency. But if you commit so many level ones, shouldn't it at some point just count for like a certain number, number of level twos? No, it's not not the way it works. Well, what I mean, you it's would... making more sense to have why Pruitt was fired for cause in 2021 because uh, that's the... other. Well, there's other than his record on the field. But yeah, but he was fired for cause. It wasn't just he fired for sucking on the field. It was you. You done did wrong. Now you got to go. Uh, I said this when he was hired. I don't trust a guy who doesn't know what asparagus is, which he admitted. He was on that two a day show back in the day on MTV, and he's like, "What's this?" And they're like, "It's asparagus, Jeremy. Never had it before." He's like, "I don't even know what it is." Like, I was like, "That clip. It's all I can think of when I think about Jeremy Pruitt." Also, the fact that he was an assistant coach at a high school like ten years before becoming the head coach at Tennessee doesn't seem to bode well for his tenure. And guess go- what? It didn't go great. It didn't go well for uh, what was the, the uh, old Miss coach too that went from like assistant coach in high school in less than ten years to head coach. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. He got caught cheating too. People keep trying to hire him though. I mean, it's yeah, he's at Liberty right now. He is, yeah, and he, which is the perfect landing spot for a guy who is, yeah, I agree, hiring yeah. prostitutes and strippers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Marilyn Magnet was a stripper. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Um, it's all good. Jesus loves strippers too. So nice little news to start there. I, I guess we should, since I threw it out there in passing, I did see, and I, and I hate to start the show with Kentucky stuff, so this will be quick because it's sort of a, it, it's a segue into what I really want to talk about with the SEC media predictions coming out. Kentucky got four first-place votes. They're second in the SEC East behind only Georgia. That caught my eye a little bit. I was like, hmm, you know, great year last year. I didn't realize that people were quite that high on them this year, that they were going to be above both Tennessee and Florida. But then I scrolled down a little bit, and I'm like, well, here's the real story. Somebody gave Vanderbilt a first-place vote. <laughs> At Clark Lee was a convincing SOB. Did, did Clark Lee get a vote <laughs> I mean, is the question. I mean, UK, I was like, eh, four first-place votes seems a little bit high. Oh, my God, Vandy got a vote. Like, like that, That's my reaction reading the actual thing. Um, but props to UK. That's, that's, I don't know if that's a bad that, – I don't know if that's, that's shocking, really. I mean, because – I mean, is, are, is anybody really that high on Tennessee? I mean, they – I know, I know their offense was explosive last year. You would expect uh, is it's the the quarterback's hooker, right? Um, Hendon, Hendon, yeah, he back. Uh, he's back, but then again, this is also a team that just lost to like Purdue's third string in a bowl game. 
True. I mean, it's, but also they beat Kentucky last year. They did. They did. And Florida. I mean, who's to know with Florida? I mean, they they were so up and down last year, and I guess they've got the was it the Richardson kid back at quarterback. It so. just seems like Florida kind of gets the you know the old school Texas football vote of confidence, where people just assume they're going or Miami football, if you want to say that, where they get ranked higher in the SEC preseason poll than they probably should be, just because everybody assumes they got talent. The recruiting classes are there. It's Florida for God's sake. They should be better than they have been. I, I was just kind of, I always thought I'll admit it, as somebody who grew up <laughs> never watching successful Kentucky football teams, the most successful Kentucky football teams in my lifetime before the last couple of years were teams that went like, you know, eight and four, seven and five, and were still three and five in the SEC. It was a little bit jarring to look at the SEC media poll and see UK in second and receiving the second most first place votes of any team on the East side. Like, like that was, Again, props to Mark Stoops, props to UK, long-suffering UK football fans who have stayed true. This is It kind of feels like their their time has arrived a little bit here. Now, is it worthy, though? Are they worthy of it? I mean, is this all because Levis is getting hype that may or may not be? Well, that was the other thing, is they didn't have a single first-team all-conference player. On the all, like Levis was third team. They, this is one of the richest classes, supposedly, for quarterbacks in the SEC in a while. Which is fair. Cause, I mean, yeah. let, let's be real. As much as we like Malik Cunningham and look at his stats and stuff, he's not going to be, no. in all likelihood, first, second, or third team preseason all ACC because the ACC, according to the Athlon list, had what? I think six of the top 11 quarterbacks in college football this season. I mean, they're, they're talking to, I mean, I mean, as of now, it's looking at possibly as many five first round quarterbacks in next year's draft. I mean, people are acting like Devin Leary is. I don't know if that's going to be come to true when it, next April, but that's what it's looked at right now. I mean, Leary is kind of getting. Do you are you starting to get a little bit of a Sam Howell vibe on the Devin Leary stuff? Because Sam Howell, remember this time last year was everybody's first round pick. He was everybody's ACC potential preseason player of the year, and now I feel like we're getting the same sort of credit for Devin Leary, who's shown a decent amount over the years but hasn't popped the way that people are expecting him to pop here in this 2022 season. I feel like I feel like he's being overhyped a little bit, and I say this knowing full well that it's more likely than not that he tosses like 17 touchdown passes against us in November because I'm saying this. <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah, – less, less than the NFL's hired 32 Brian Browns. I don't think that should help his draft status. Uh, I don't. I don't remember him being like a projected first round pick. I remember the being hype from, but never the point where like some people were actually thinking he's a first round pick. Oh, Sam Howell last year. Oh, I think meant Dennis Leary. No, no, no. Like, I'm saying oh, is, Howell, yeah, is yeah, Devin Leary yeah. getting? Are we setting himself um, up to be the next Sam Howell, where he's everybody in everybody's first round this year, and he just kind of has a whatever season and winds up being an afterthought? I mean, Howell had a reason to take a step back and be wary because he had the he had more than Will Levis thing, where he lost. I mean, he lost two. NFL starting running backs and an NFL receiver off that team year before. And uh, was it uh, Dez? I forget Dez, wide receiver's last name. And then you had Michael Carter and Jamal Williams at running back. So, I mean, he lost a ton. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, so for him to take a huge step back doesn't surprise me. Like, Leary, I mean, I don't think, I don't they didn't lose a lot. I mean, they lost the offensive linemen that went top 10 in the draft. But over that, I mean, he didn't have a lot of weapons and he wasn't that great. I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's an average college quarterback. I mean, if he's getting hyped, then that's – I don't know where it's coming from, but it sure is hell going to fall short of what they're expecting it to be. I feel like it's kind of the Sam Howell thing. I mean, he did, to his credit last year, he threw 35 touchdowns to five interceptions, which is – Did he really? Yeah, not not unimpressive. He's like Miles Turner of the quarterback. It's like he's got 25 and 15, and it's the quietest stat you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, he was 16th in the country in uh, total passing yards, just under 3,500. He was 10th in the country in passing touchdowns with 35. Uh, his QBR was 71.9. He was good. What he, was his completion percentage? Um, I have to pull it up. 
again because the internet doesn't work. No, uh, it's not working. Just, You're not getting a good internet over. Oh, I'm not, my bad. Not, Sorry, not great time. So, well, if it makes you feel better, I've got the good. I'm good with this computer a little faster than I am at the other studio. Okay, because uh, with this one, I don't have to pull like sit, step, pull myself back and like pull the. I hate. I hate the way the other computer's set up. Sorry, Devin Leary last year completed 65.7% of his passes. Ooh, it's not good in college. He was well. It depends on who you're playing against. Yeah. He against. I mean, against us, he was good. I, I, I keep thinking that he didn't play that well, <laughs> but he was 25 of 36. Because you forget they turned it on late. Remember, we had that game in control. The off their offense wasn't doing anything, and then our offense just kept stalling. That was the game that I think you can, if you want to blame one game on Malik Cunningham last year, that's the one where you can say he just if he played better. We would have won that game, but Leary was certainly good. 25 of 36, 317 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, I mean, there's six more. I mean, the only reason I would say he's not NFL bound right now is it's got to be arm strength. He's, I mean, he's got a pretty big arm. I mean, that's usually that's the one thing, like the only thing I can assume that'd be why he's not NFL being looked at as heavily as he is. Because he's not on any first round or even second round projection drafts in next year's draft either. Who Leary? Yeah, yeah. I saw him at the, like the, he was like number two on Mel Kiper's like midseason draft I or midsummer draft I don't, board. I guess I don't look at Mel Kiper enough, but yeah, I mean, the couple of ones I've looked at, he hasn't been he hasn't been on there because he and he also like topped that list of athlons like you know best quarterbacks in the ACC, and I think he was second behind Bryce Young. I mean, it's, it's a lot of good college quarterbacks, especially in the ACC and the SEC this year. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but that, that was kind of my reaction to, and we'll, I guess we'll find out the ACC preseason rankings and the ACC preseason teams. I believe that'll be, I, mean, I thought it was going to be today, but apparently not. I mean, in the ACC, that was over yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I would have assumed we would have gotten those today, but the SEC had theirs. Maybe we don't want to compete with it. I don't know. But the uh, as I mentioned, UK, no first-team All-SEC members, but they did have Kenneth Horsey, the offensive lineman, and Chris Rodriguez, who may or may not – like, who knows? Is he on the team? He's it, on the cover of their, uh, their media guy. Oh, is he really? Yeah. I'd say it's a good sign that he's probably not going to get a well, season-long suspension. I, I TJ, but they both were second team. TJ, I think, made a great point when he brought that up. I heard on the show that on, on, on KFC the other day where he said, honestly, if, you don't, if you're up in the air whether he's going to be on the team or not, it's probably smarter just to say screw it and put him on the cover. Because if you don't, then you've got another month and a half of like, why is he not on the cover? Why is he not on the cover? Why is he not on the cover? That's true. If you put him, you say, if you say script, put him on the cover, and he, and he, some reason doesn't play or he's off the team, then you're just like, well, remember that time we put the guy on the cover that didn't didn't even play? I mean, it's it's probably a smart move just to put him on the cover regardless. I can't. I mean, I disagree. Like, like why not? Like they have they have a, a star quarterback. Why would you not just put the star quarterback who you know is going to play on the cover? Are they not both on? They could be both on it, couldn't you? Can you do multiple players? I mean, I don't know. I actually, I haven't seen the cover. I just heard them say he was on it. Oh well, yeah. If he's just on it, if it, if it's like a group thing and not yeah. like Louisville where it's just Yasir Abdullah, then I understand that more. But if I'm, I I thought you were saying that he was like just Chris Rodriguez. In the no, cover, I don't. don't which hold seems me to like that. a risk. Seems like a gamble. Well, I'm surprised. Why would Louisville only do the solo cover too? Why not put Malik and other guys on there with him. I mean, we put Justify on it a few years ago, and then we bottomed out. So that was <laughs> the first and last time well, that, we ever put a horse on the cover. That's, that was stupid, but I mean. <laughs> One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. I sh- we should have known right there. Like, this is the end of the Bobby I mean, Petrino tenure. There's, there's no way he comes back from this. We put it. It was like lightning speed. And the, the best part about it was. <laughs> Was they had the player they had like you know the the players there and then right underneath their images it was like Tutu Atwell in small letters and it was like JVN Hawkins in small letters and then right below the horse it was just Justify it's small, <laughs> as if he was a member of the team and like go, getting ready for that Alabama game I was like are we allowed to play Justify <laughs> I mean, is, ju- is Justify gonna play in this game back. can we suit him up and just let him truck these dudes just let him run over people put him 
put him at linebacker. And if they tell us we have to forfeit, oh no, I guess we I guess we lost to Alabama. It was worth <laughs> yeah, a shot. I would have taken the forfeits a two nothing loss. Would have been better than whatever we had. Yeah, the fifty six fourteen game we had, or whatever the final <laughs> score wound up being. Could have taken a forfeit in ten of those twelve games that year, if you ask me. Jawan Pass would have appreciated <laughs> the help. I mean, he was like, yeah, get justify out there. But that was the last time. I can't check the Thornton's text line because the internet's not working. Oh um, no, I know. I, I got to figure out what. To, I mean, I guess I can just. I could, Go reboot it, but I don't want to do it just while we're on the show because it will knock the stream off. I, yeah, I know. I think it, it's done this several times when we've been over here, and like, usually, like it's like you chasing women. Eventually, like I get it. Eventually, like it it works. It just takes a lot of starting and restarting. I assume you just called me Pepe Le Pew, which I'm okay with. <laughs> right now, I, it's just not that. working. <laughs> it's just not working at all. But I saw I saw momentarily when I first got in here some of the texts that came in. But I tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll try to resolve the internet problems. We'll are, go- you, are you using the right password? I am like it's it's locked it like it's it has the check mark next to it like it's working okay so you go but you, it's you, just the, the internet's not working okay I got you so I'm I'm signed in it's just I I'm, always turn my Wi-Fi off on my phone when I get here because it it does always go slower when it's on Wi-Fi well, okay we'll we'll take a break here we'll try to figure out what's going on here and then uh, we'll take some text after the break it's the Mike Rutherford show live from Jeffersonville here on a Friday on fourteen fifty and ninety six one the Big X. <laughs> During the break, we're talking. Intern Jenna is talking about her yeah, stepmom yeah. is a pilot. Oh, she's and, a, well, she a pilot or a stewardess? She's, oh, a, she's pilot. a pilot. Okay, okay. Waited just demean Trev well, right there. Why does it? De- it's not demeaning. Because she, she, she legit talked about flying during the entire break. Well, oh, I, like, heard oh was, I thought she was a stewardess. Well, well that, what do you think they do? You know, they, you know, they, they don't walk to the destination. They fly to. Well, I mean, Jenna used like <laughs> literally used the word pilot. So I did not. I, I miss. I missed that. Anyway. Word. Jenna was talking about how she'd like to be a flight attendant, but yeah. they don't let you have tattoos. I'm like, well, that seems like something that should not fly in 20, literally, no pun intended. In, uh, in 2022. So I just looked it up. And like, it, it's, a, it's a thing, although now, I guess because of so, there's so much pressure, United Airlines has had to relax its policy. And flight attendants of all genders, they, they ban nail polish? Really? Flight attendants of all genders can now wear nail polish and, quote, natural-looking makeup as well as have visible tattoos provided they are the size of the employee's work badge or smaller. Now, is, is this like a knee-jerk reaction to, like, the how the stewardesses were, like, sexified in, like, the 60s and 70s and the women were, like, we treated like objects as stewardesses and they were like, okay, well, now we're just going to take away all beauty products and put you out there. I mean, if it is, that's a delayed response because that was a half century ago. Know, well, so you'd, just... you'd assume we would have made some moves between now and then. But that is a, that's a, I had never heard of this before. I guess I was just completely one of my mean, blind spots. Like she, well, yeah, some, like, I mean, I guess, if, I mean, I, I, I understand it'd be like a face tattoo, you know, or like she said, pier- some piercings she mentioned as well. Because, uh, but like, if you just have like a tattoo on your back, that's never been. I mean, you don't, you don't have Dumb. to tell them, right? Yeah, Dumb. 
dumb all the way anyway you slice it. You can just lie and be like, I don't have it. I mean, where are they going to like give you a full body cavity search at the? That can't be legal. I've got the the Thornton sex line working now. I when it would just fire up the hotspots. So uh, it's yeah. it's going to be slow, but it's going to gonna work. And... Her story made me forget to do it. That's fine. Many people, yeah, Blim just. <laughs> yeah, I still didn't get all the details right. Many people created uh, or, or let me know that the cover of that 2018 media guide for U of football it said Speed City. It was Speed City, and then it was like I mean again like just justifies right there at the top, looking like he's. The fact that they treated Justify like a member of the team was the it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I laughed a solid like five minutes straight after they released it because it was so obscure, so outrageous. But the only thing, and Terry on Twitter points this out, the only thing that was worse than the Speed City nickname was I think the year before they remember the secondary called themselves the Tax Boys. Okay, good. I thought you were going to say the one I loved the most. No, the Tax Boys was a, and then the Tax Boys proceeded to give up like 550 yards through the air. I don't remember game. the Tax Boys. Like, we got, like we're, we're here to collect. We're the Tax Boys. And then Jair got hurt, and it was like, well, our one Tax Boys is gone, and nobody else really is, has done our due diligence about how taxes work. So <laughs> we're going to let you write off everything. That was how the Tax Boys operated. No, the, the be- okay, good, because I thought you were going to make fun of the, the Afros. No, I love the Afros. The Afros is one of my favorite. Still one of the best nicknames of all time. Hey, hey, thank you. I mean, I had Kentucky fans try to make fun of it. I'm like, dude, you're just, you're, you're just, no, you're making yourself look foolish. But the Afros have always. It's a great, not to mention, it, it lived up to its name. You had what, say, three NFL running wide receivers on that team. Every, well, every iteration of the Afros have backed it up. Because the Afros, like, the first group was, like, in the 90s. Oh, and, I don't remember that. Yeah, they kept it going. And then, like, they, they brought it back up. America's finest receivers on Saturdays. I thought it was fastest. I think finest. Either one. Either one's good. Yeah, I mean, they're regardless, they're they're fantastic, and every time they've brought it up, every time they've made it a thing, the wide receiving core has been stellar. So, unlike the tax boys, they actually backed it up a little bit, which was nice. Yeah, the, the Afros I remember is the Eli Rogers, Devontae Parker, Copeland, and who else was on that? That was the the the, the Florida Sugar Bowl team. Oh, um, wasn't uh, Josh Bellamy was not on that team? I don't. No, think. he was earlier. Yeah, I, those are the main three, obviously. And I'm, I'm Eli Rogers. I said him, yeah, you did. Copeland and Parker. I think Michael Lee Harris got hurt. It was one of the years he got hurt. Well, I mean, it was, that would be a Damien Copeland was that, so good. That would be any of the year he was at Louisville, unfortunately. I know, Michael I felt Lee, bad yeah, for which, him. Yeah, he, that's somebody you need. You can always say the what what if for as big as anything. But Damien Copeland, I think, destined to unfortunately be one of those kind of great forgotten cards because yeah. you know, he actually he, he was on a roster and quit the NFL. He's like just kind of wanted to stop playing. Yeah, he just he was like one of those guys who said, I don't think that the – the long-term health risks outweigh the short-term benefits, like making all this money. So he just decided to hang it up. He's, I think, doing, I don't even know what he's doing in, in Florida. He's got a kid now. He seems like he's doing very well. Yeah. Uh, but he was a, I mean, a really, 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 really good wide receiver. And I think we're probably not going to remember him as fondly as a guy like Devontae Parker just because he didn't like, end up having the same type of pro career. I'm trying to think who else was on that team that was a wide receiver. I feel like we're forgetting. Oh, James Quick was good, but always going to be criticized for big airs and big Unfortunately, moments. Quick, I always felt bad for Quick, too, because if Quick wasn't a five-star recruit coming in, no one would ever say he underachieved. Agreed. He had a good, he had a good college, had a good career, college yeah. career, but he messed up in big moments, and he was one of the highest-rated recruits in the history of the program. I, mean, yeah. I, I remember going to see him play at Trinity a couple of times just because friends, like, I've got friends' dads who have coached at Trinity for – decades and they all are like this kid's the real deal like this kid's unbelievable and i went and saw him play twice the second time was against st x and i remember walking away and being like that's the best high school football player i've ever seen like he would turn the corner and his acceleration was unbelievable and i was like there's no way 
this kid's not going to be a star. Then he goes to the Army All-American game. He's the MVP of the Army All-American Bowl. He picks us over Ohio State, like mysteriously doesn't play a whole lot his freshman year under Charlie Strong. I think it's not much of a mystery anymore. Six catches, 73 yards. Yeah, he and Charlie just did not did not mesh. He had a, I think, he had a, a lot of times local kids that are four or five-star prospects, both at UofL and UK, kind of have this mentality of, I could have gone to Ohio State, I could have gone to Alabama, you guys need to just bow down and do whatever I say. Like, I'm, I'm kind of bigger than the program. And it's not going to fly with a guy like Charlie Strong, especially when you have a receiving core like the one Louisville did in 2013. And I think that mentality really put James at a disadvantage going and also some off the field stuff that caught up with him going into his sophomore, junior and senior seasons. But you're right. Like if you just look at the numbers and he was a three star normal recruit coming out of high school, a good recruit for us at the time out of Trinity, you would say, Kid had a good career, even, but even a four star kid, low, like low four star kid, he yeah, still for be. sure. Yeah, I mean, he the been big solid. mistakes against, I mean, the, the drop punt against Virginia, the two getting caught from behind against Clemson, and then stepping out of bounds against Clemson two years later, and then I think the one that gets forgotten because Lamar's fumble gets brought up more. He dropped a wide open touchdown pass at the end of the first half of that loss to Kentucky. That would have, you know, who knows, would have totally changed the momentum of that game, and. That was not a not a small moment in that game. So I think those all stand out and definitely overshadow the fact that he was he was pretty good for the most part in his college. Career. I mean, his numbers, with the exception of his freshman year, were just just short of just shy of what Devontae Parker did each year. And no one's ever considered Devontae Parker or anything other than a stud. No, not and at all. I, and I won't either. Uh, other receivers on that that group, by the way, we almost forgot the Florida transfer Robert Clark. That's right. I completely forgot about him. That was the only year he played with us. I don't even remember why he left the team or if he just got kicked off. Could be either one. And the other one, I, here's a name I hadn't thought of in so long. And, I, and you're going to help me because I feel like an idiot because I can't remember what his first name was. Kay De La Cruz. Kai De La Cruz. Kai De La Cruz. He was Kai Dominguez and then Kai became, became Kai De La Cruz. Yes. Uh, which, right on time, Texas says, who was the ketchup half of ketchup and mustard? Remember, he was the – Damian Copeland was the honey mustard. And yeah. then Charlie Strong called the other player ketchup. Because he wore the red, yeah. And that was Kai De La Cruz, who yep. was uh, – I think could have been a lot better. Remember, he his big thing was he tore, like tore his ACL in the offseason. I don't know if the story got out there. But he was supposed to be a speed guy, too. He was, and he had hurt his ACL during spring practice. And he was told basically, like – don't do anything for three months. Like, we know you're kind of like he was kind of a party guy. Like, stay off it. Don't do anything stupid. Just rest and you'll be good to go for the season. And he got drunk at a party and somebody challenged him to a foot race in the street and he went and he tore his ACL running in the middle of the street against somebody. So, we should laugh. He ended up, he ended up really hurting his career. And Charlie Strong was not, not thrilled. I, I can't remember if that was Charlie or Bobby. It was, it was either, whoever was the head coach at that time was, was less than thrilled with. Poor Kai De La Cruz. And this isn't a receiver, but I completely forgot this name, too. Here's another Here's another good name for you. He had one catch for four yards as a tight end that year. And when you Google his name, the first thing that comes, the first article that comes up is from Auburn Football 2012, titled QB of the Future. Zeke Pike? Pike arrested. Yeah. Zeke Pike. Uh, yeah, he was. He was a big recruit. I mean, well, he was from Kentucky. He was like a four-star, wasn't he? A, a he was. Half four-star recruit. It wasn't Highlands. It was whoever like Highlands' big rival was, right? I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I can click on the article from Auburn. But I want to almost say he was a, a five-star. Um, he could have, might have been. I know he was a huge kid. He always reminded me of the kid like from Central we got from Michigan that ended up being nothing to the um, McKinley kid. Dixie Heights is where he went. Oh, Dixie Heights, okay. But yeah. he, I mean, he was a, a big, big, big time get for Auburn, and he was supposed to be their quarterback of the future, and yeah. then he went That's down the there says. and had a <laughs> <laughs> from had a lot. Uh, and he's, I mean, to Zeke's credit, I don't know what he's done the last couple of years, but I do know 
like around like 2017, 2018, 19, he, I mean, there's no reason to dance around it. He had a massive drug problem and it really hurt him both at Auburn and at UofL. And I think actually he dated a cheerleader who overdosed and died oh, wow. in the in the dorms back in like 2015, 2016. After, it was after he'd been kicked off the team. And he now, I think he, he became like a public speaker going around to schools in Kentucky and you know, talking about the dangers of you know, drug abuse and, you know, don't do what I did. And I, I'm hoping he's still doing well. But that was, I mean, that it absolutely wrecked him down there at Auburn. And when he came here to Louisville, I think everybody thought Petrino was going to give him a shot at, back at quarterback. And he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, you're going to go play tight end. And he, <laughs> I think the only thing that he did of, of real note was get into a fight on the very first open day of practice. Like he got into an absolute brawl. I can't remember who it was against, but it was a, it was a solid practice fight. And um, that was pretty much, <laughs> that was pretty much all he did. I think he owns like some kind of internet, some is like, uh, Easy Ecom. Okay. Good something. for him. Uh, this looks like he yeah, has some kind of uh, internet, something to do with Amazon Prime. Good. Texas did an article about him here. Texas Damien Copeland, best nickname, I think, Honey Mustard. Yeah, that was a good one. Yep. Very good one. Texas says, um, did you know that Damien Copeland went on to play pro ba- basketball overseas for a short time period after the NFL? Wait, never mind. I'm thinking of Kai De La Cruz. I do... Was that kind of like, I remember Did somebody really? from that roster went and like played and like because we all were like, <laughs> I wrote about it at one point where it was like, if it was kind of like Cruz, I'll, like, props to him. But I remember it was somebody that's shocking that I like I was like he's gonna go pro he signed a professional deal to play basketball and it was a, a very very strange thing. I'm actually looking it up now because so I'm just yeah, I'm just looking through a Google quick of his name and I'm not seeing anything coming up like that, but. Whoever it was, was it was a, a shocking turn of events. There's a there's a Kai Joshua De La Cruz for a, for a pro ballers. Website. May have been him. That may be him. Uh, Texas old airline motto: I'm Trevor. Fly me. <laughs> what? What is that? I don't get it. It's... I don't either. <laughs> Texas UPS just lifted their policy banning employees from having facial hair. What? How are these things that exist in 2022? Uh, I mean, <sighs> well, that's that's also you're working in the front house of. Yeah, you're in the front house of a restaurant, though. Like, if you're in the kitchen, they probably don't we have don't the same care. We don't need to name care. the restaurant. What'd you say? So we don't need to name the restaurant, Trevor. I didn't name the restaurant. I know, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, Jenna I w- did in the background. Because I, I, I don't even remember the name of the restaurant she works at, so why should I know? Why would I name it? Texas said, I wish the 2017 receiving corps had named themselves the Tax Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Damian Copeland's last NFL gig was with the Lions. I don't, I don't. I don't even remember that. I know he was with the Jaguars. For it a doesn't while. even say he got released. It just says on June sixth, two thousand sixteen, he signed with the Lions, and it's all. It ends. There's like no, no end to the story. As every great lion does, he chose to call it a career before his time. He chose to just take matters into his own hand and was Slapped. like, "If this is, if this, are, if these are my options, I'm choosing to go." Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, Damian Copeland, the holy trinity of lions. All your best retirees. players do just walk out in their prime too, don't it's they? It's the lion way. It's the lion. <laughs> or they go somewhere else and they win Super Bowls. Does that does that does that uh, Sprint or ATD whatever commercial annoy you with Matt Stafford? It didn't at first. The fifteen thousand time that I've seen it, <laughs> seen yes, it it's it's on your life changing. Wink. Like, <laughs> Stafford, you're the worst actor of all time. I love it. You're like you love him so much, but you, you move on. <laughs> Sorry, you all still suck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't. I don't even. Whatever. Get out of here. Texas, uh, Mike, what's your thoughts on Penn State's football team attempting to unionize? I'm, am I paranoid to think that revenue sharing amongst players will call a, cause a Title IX headache? I haven't seen that story, actually. I mean, remember the the Northwestern players attempted to unionize? I remember unionize. I can't remember who it was. Like though. five, six years ago. Um, I mean, 
Yeah, it, it, it certainly would cause a whole lot of headaches, and this is why at some point the NCAA is either going to need to just like disband or try, at least try, to create some sort of overarching rule set. Can you unionize some? I mean, they're not technically employees, though. But they that's the, the thing. The federal courts rule that they are employees. They fit every description of, of, of employees, which With is why— the exception of getting paid. <laughs> well, that's why NIL became a, a law that passed in all these states. Because yeah. um, the NCAA attempted to argue that these players were not employees, and any logical, competent attorney was like, well, they're fueling the industry that's making billions and billions of dollars, so— Kind of a crappy argument, and the courts agreed with all the the, the attorneys, and the NCA continues to go zero and seven hundred and thirty two in court. And I think get better lawyers. Well, they're not, or just come up with a. <laughs> I mean, you think at some point this will be like like you've got you've got like you've got lawyers from Vanderbilt and Stanford at your disposal, and give one of them a call, be like, hey, that's how weak their position is as far <laughs> as trying to argue that these aren't employees. <laughs> Good Lord, come on, NCAA. How can you lose a court case, man? It certainly does. I mean, if you're talking about just a Pandora's box, it's certainly out there. And I'm not saying that the, the players shouldn't have the right to unionize or that they shouldn't potentially, as Kirk Herbstreit has predicted, make money off of TV contracts. Because if they are employees and there's all this extra money being around out there, like legally, they probably have a good claim to a, a fair share of it. But is it going to create, like, if you're upset with the way that NIL is clouding the college sports that you grew up loving, is there a potential for it to become like that tenfold moving forward? Absolutely. Um, but the NCAA at some point is going to have to do something. And they, I think the NCAA is just like ready to be put out of their misery. Like they're just, they're just like, you know, why act now? Why work hard? We've got two, three years left tops. Let's just coast. Let's, let's go. We put in our two weeks notice, our two years notice. Let's just wait until we're killed. We're just going to hold out here, read some good books, let you guys fight. And then whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You feel like the, like the teacher in the last few days of school? Pretty much. Like just or like, the students in the last few days of school. Well, no, the, 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 they're, they're letting the students do what they want. They, like, you know, fight, whatever. You know, the, the teacher, though, is the one that's sitting back, you know, playing Sudoku or Wordle nowadays. And, like, Sudoku. Putting, and putting, like, uh, putting them, is that how it's pronounced? Sudoku. Oh, close enough. You were close. Yeah. Uh, I should just let that one go. <laughs> no, it's okay. I like to be corrected because I know that way I can realize when I mess up the next time. Which uh, never happens. <laughs> Legitimately never happens. I didn't happens. say correct it. I said realize I mess it up again. What were Louisville's three assistant basketball coaches last year? Mike Pegues. Correct. Um, uh, Ross McMahons. McMahons. Every time, McMahons. <laughs> There's the point. He's from New Zealand. Point confirmed. And then... I don't know the the meth, crystal meth guy. No, no, no! Don't get Dan Dockich on me, people. Uh, no, the the fentanyl guy, Cahill Fennel. Yeah, yeah, not fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl. It's unbelievable. And the other, it's not McMahon. It's McMains. Mc, Mc Ross McMains. Yeah. I can't remember Maine, not Man. Okay. I tweeted. Why do I care? He's not going to be here anymore. I t- <laughs> so I tweeted I, – I used the line on a tweet that I used early in the show where I was looking at the SEC preseason media poll, and I said, four first-place votes for UK, that seems a little – holy bleep, someone voted for Vandy. And I guess <laughs> nice. because I said holy bleep, I just got tweeted from a, a account that is Jesus Saves with a whole bunch of uh, Bible verses. Deuteronomy 5, 10 to 11, Exodus 27, Leviticus 19, 12, uh, and then it's a – the. He sends, he sends a second quote. The Holy Trinity is God alone. There never has and never will be another God. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are God. Not three gods, but one. What? God bless and just letting you know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Why Why are they replying to your 
Because I said holy bleep. <laughs> oh, but you didn't actually type bleep. But the thing is, I'm also not taking, like, all these quotes in the Bible are about taking the Lord's name in vain. I did not make one reference to God. That is but 100% he, true. But he's trying to say... And I say consider because Vandy ho- God. What's he saying? The whole, I, because I said holy. The holy trinity is is God. There you go. So what? What? So when when Robin says "Holy Batman," so, holy, 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 that's it's a sin. Holy Island Batman. You you're, know, you're using the Lord's name when you say "Jeez," you're using the Lord's name in vain. But it's spelled G E E Z. But it's still it's a reference to Jesus. <sighs> no, it's not. It's a reference to a butler. His actual quote is Mike Nike thirteen five ninety. Is his actual name? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You think you could have done with a better name? Than is this is this a <laughs> DJ Wagner thing? <laughs> oh, and then he says he's his profile says he's trans vaccinated. I'm not actually vaccinated, but I identify as someone who's vaccinated. The hell does that mean? <laughs> Jesus saves thirty three. There you go. Uh, I, you know what? I got more followers than this guy. Screw him. I just I, I got distracted. I'm trying to read in the middle of the show, and then I'm having Bible verses thrown at me. He's got three. He's he's um, he's got three times the amount of fo- he's following three times the amount of people that's following him. That's loser. It's poor ratio. Poor loser. ratio. I don't I don't know where to go from there. I guess we'll throw it to break. Like uh, my, my God. Uh, hey, now you're just gonna get a. Oh no! I said it again. I said it again. Uh, we'll, Good Lord! Oh man, now I'm doing it. We have hour number two Jeez. coming up next. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the other other nil news that's out there, other media day reactions, and then whatever else is going to come up. People also have thoughts about that they want, and I know what I'm doing when I when I let them take the show in this direction. But they want to know how your Burger Week Thursday went. Ooh, I, I haven't ordered it yet. But well, no, I, Thursday was yesterday. I, Thank you for reminding me. Sometimes that you, 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 people may laugh, but that is sometimes required to me. Uh, yesterday was underachieving. I'll give you a hint. I won't tell you who it is yet, but today I've already planned out who I'm ordering from. Okay, I'm excited to hear this. I am too. And, and we got to get into Mary's movie list, too. We'll do, we can do Mary's movie list. We, we got to do that. We can make all that happen coming up after the break in hour number two. Before we do, reminding you guys about our friends over at AirServe. Uh, AirServe offering not just AC repair, not just uh, heating repair. They're offering air quality solutions like air purification systems and allergen protection, carbon monoxide and smoke detector installation, as well as humidifiers and dehumidifiers, all guaranteed to keep your house functioning at its highest possible capacity. If you want to know more about AirServe, go to airserve.com backslash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville, or call them directly at 502-264-9662. That's 502-264-9662. AirServe, Louisville's home team, EMTs for your air conditioning system. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two is on the way. It's the Mike Rutherford Show from 1450, live at the OG Studios here in lovely Jeffersonville. This song multiple times. I've never used an end of innocence before on the show. I swear, I can't remember the last time I've heard it, and I, I feel like it was on this show. Because you mean, don't hear. No, I think you're probably thinking of leather and lace. 
No, I know that song. So I swear I. we've used this before. You don't hear you hear Don Henley on the radio. You don't hear End of Innocence all that often. And we're hearing a lot of Don Henley today. And now we are. You know why it's Don Henley Day? Why? It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Don Henley. Turned 74 today. Sharing birthday with my brother. Well done. Don Henley, Ollie. Don Henley, Oliver Rutherford. Do you, do you know Legends. Else? Other celebrities had birthdays today? I don't know. Keith Sweat. Oh. But unfortunately, I don't have six Keith Sweat songs. <laughs> so you've got. Because you literally have two. And nobody. All, and Twisted. That's it. Twisted. <laughs> Twisted was my ringtone back in the day. Twisted was the jam. Twisted man. is my favorite Keith Sweat song. Oh, I don't know. Nobody's good. It. it I, I don't think there's like. Like picking between your kids and their twins. Like I you told can't you, pick one of the, you can't pick between the two between Twisted and nobody. They're so both so great. One of the first CDs I ever bought was LSG. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you have to. Levert, Sweat, and Gill. I bought that and uh, Wyclef Jean the Carnival together because it was like Carnival's a good CD. The only CDs I could buy that didn't have that I wanted that didn't have parental advisory stickers on them because they didn't they, like I'm those two. I'm surprised the Carnival didn't have. It that. didn't. Very yeah. few curse words. Curse words. That's the, I'm okay. I get, I mean, I guess I believe it. Just kind of surprises me. Keith Sweat, sixty one. Where have you gone, youth? And oh my Don god! Don Henley's seventy-four. That one, like, that, I'm fine with that. Like Don Henley was already before my time when I was born. I think because I, I just looked up celebrity birthdays, and this shouldn't probably come to shock to anybody, but like I went through like the top twenty, and I think I knew like five people. Like there, there were there were several of them listed that were like one was some kid listed at, like fifteen. I'm like, who, who the hell? Whenever you go to those websites like Famous Birthdays or whatever, like half of them are YouTube stars now that I've never heard. Yeah, of. Yeah, and I don't count that as a star. That's not that, you're not a real star if you're just famous for being on YouTube. It's Selena Gomez's birthday. How did I, you that know was her? Well, She's no, I was going to say her. That was my next. I was going to bring her up. Big I Selena know, fan. I know her mainly. It's Prince George's birthday. Happy yeah. ninth birthday, Prince George. My wife, the Mike Rutherford Show uh, royal family correspondent. I'm sure is furious that we didn't use her. We did. We used to call Mary back on the other show. Go to the Ramsey and Rutherford Royal Family Correspondent anytime there was a Royal Family news to get her takes because she has extreme thoughts about the Royal Family, you, and it's always entertaining. <laughs> I've never been cared about the the Royal Family. I don't either. Stuff. Could I, not care less. I, I, yeah. I, now, Selena Gomez. Now, I saw her, but I only know her as an actress. Does she, does she do music? Yeah, yes. Was she? I didn't know. I only know her from the only murders in a building. That's the only thing I know her from. Yeah, she's she's been a musician for a while. She was a Disney star. Then she became like I mean, I knew a she was on Disney, famous pop star. I she dated Justin Bieber for a long period of time. I didn't know that. Back to you, still a jam. I like it un- unironically. It's a great song. I do, okay. I just knew, I knew she had done Disney, but I just assumed it was like just on a TV show. So I didn't know she actually did music. No, I like that. So before the break, there I was talking about how you know we're, we're going to get into. People want to know about Trevor's burger situation, and people were asking about the Mary movie list, and Texture just goes, second hour tease, RIP rest of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, I mean, you know, what do you want me to say? It's a Friday. It's July 22nd. We're in Jeffersonville. We're doing what we can. We're honoring Don Henley. We're honoring Don Henley. We're uh, The only other thing that I kind of wanted to get into today, and it's not, I I think people care about it far less than what Trevor does with his DoorDash unlimited bankroll was the, like Pat Narduzzi just nuking everybody at ACC Media Days. We talked about the the Mark Whipple quote yesterday, throwing him under the bus. Yeah. And then he like kept going yesterday. Because um, that was two days ago he made the Whipple quote about, you know, my other old C, OC, didn't want to run the ball ever even though we were average. And it was just a, a terrible quote. But then yesterday he got asked about, remember Jordan Addison, the wide receiver that was – one of the uh, the early big stories the summer where he was going the guy that's gonna destroy nil and and, right. uh, and and bring all the corruptness to the yeah yeah the he ended up going to USC, USC yes he did and Narduzzi was asked about him leaving for USC and he said quote 
We helped him win a Bolitnikov and be the player that he is. He had one of the best quarterbacks in the country throwing the ball every day. I think sometimes people forget how they got where they are. Like, my man just pulled, he pulled zero punches. <laughs> He's basically saying the guy sucks and it's all Kenny Pickett. Like, we made him who he is. We made him who he is. Remember who you are. I mean, he's going Mufasa on him. Remember who you are. I mean, what, <laughs> where you come from? Uh, I mean, he had a, wow, his freshman year, he had 666 yards receiving. I would have just, like, lost a yard on purpose. Yeah, you go, go for one more or one less. I'll, I'll go, I was about to say, does he have 66 receptions? He had 60. <laughs> That's eerie. <laughs> I would. It's funny you said. So every now and then, like I will, and this you're gonna laugh because I'm a little guy, but I would get on a scale, and if it said one sixty six point six, I would have to like keep going on until I got like a decimal point, like more or less. I'm like, I can't leave it like this. Like I, I feel weird getting off like this. Nothing freaks me out worse than Madden if I if I do like a run play and then the stat comes up and it's like running back at six carries for sixty six yards. I'm like, no. I, I know. I'm like, I gotta get. Like I don't even like it when a basketball game is scored is like sixty six sixty six. Yeah, it's like, not good. I'm not. I don't, I'm not superstitious. A little superstitious, but not super. But like, yeah, the, the six 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 thing always freaks me out a little bit. Texture says, I blame the omen. Texture says, so as part of the NOA that Jer- we're talking about, Jeremy Pruitt, the Tennessee stuff. We mentioned that at the beginning of the show. Part of the NOA, Jeremy Pruitt was paying for nail salon treatments. Were these for the players or their girlfriends? I'm assuming it's for something nefarious that was going on at the nail salon that wasn't just nail treatments. <laughs> was it one of those nail salons? I mean, is it just a front for something else? Was it, a, was it one of those uh, Robert Kraft uh, massage parlors? If we, I mean, what, what are the odds? So we have, again, you don't want to compare cases, but with Louisville's current pending, never ending NCAA deal that's been going on since, again, 2017, we have a total of seven violations. And, and that's with the two Chris Mack violations from last season. Originally, we just had five. We have. I believe, what, two level one, or is it just one level one violation? What, for Mac, it's just the one, right? I think it's just a, a single level I it was one just violation. Because that was been our argument. We only have one, and like Kansas had like three. Kansas has five. Five, yeah. Memphis has seven. Yeah, I think we should drop keeping count with Memphis. Like Memphis has got so many level twos, it's, it brings up the argument can you add them up and make a level three? Yeah, so we have, I mean, we technically have, we, so a t- total of seven infractions, originally five, two with the Chris Mack, Dino Gaudio audio extortion deal. One of those is a level one violation. We're talking, I mean, we were appalled that Memphis had seven, Tennessee has 18. Tennessee football has 18. Now, some of that has to stem back, you said, because you said 18, and made me think that has, that's the, Money in a burger bag deals, right? Correct. That's got to be what that stems with from, because that was probably been that's that's been like four or five years since that. So story. that's one. There well, are seventeen but, more. But they, could they have done it multiple times? Yeah, sure, but that, we, like we knew that they had done it. We, yeah. we knew at least of one instance in which they did McDonald's, the McDonald's burger it? bag. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they could have gone like to Hardee's and Burger King. They could have done multiple. Fa- As you well know, <laughs> there are plenty of fast food options in this <laughs> country. I mean, you've been, I've been to Knoxville. I mean, not like. On purpose, but I, <laughs> I went there. And it's, I mean, there's a lot of fast food places there. If we, I mean, I, I get that we're a repeat offender. I get that it, these alleged violations occurring while Louisville was on probation is the biggest kind of X in their corner. If we still get somehow punished harder than Tennessee football for getting caught, what we've known has been going on at that program and a lot of other programs, pretty much every program, for the existence of time. 18 level one violations versus a single one. 
I still feel like they're going to get a softer hammer than we are at the end of the day, just because I'm that I'm that ruined. The NCAA has done that much to me. I'm I mean, a jilted ex lover. In the end, somebody's going to sit there and turn around like, well, well, uh, it's because despite them having you know a the I think the official term is buttload of uh, level one violations. They know we're at level two, and one level two is worth more than a buttload of level ones. Okay, we had seven total violations. They've got 18 level ones. <laughs> Any way you slice it. That's what I'm saying. At some point, 18 level ones, like, you've got you got to, like, move up. Like, like if you get at least 12 level ones, that's got to move up to level two, right? Well, level two is worse. Than, <laughs> level one's the, the worst it gets. I mean, if you commit, if you commit 18 misdemeanors. Do you mis- not understand how this works? Yeah, but if you commit 18 misdemeanors, can't they combine them all into a felony? Yeah, but the, but but level one is a felony. Level one's the absolute worst. Oh, I always thought it was the other way around. Why did you think it was a? Did you think I was being mean when I was saying we only had one level one violation? Did you think that I was saying that that wasn't a good thing? I think for it was Louisville? like DefCon. You know, like DefCon five is like not that bad, but one is the worst. Yeah, like level one violations are the worst. Level two are the secondary violations, and then level three are the most menial. Like there's only three, and level one's the worst. Oh, they're screwed. Why did you think I? Do you think I, I was not? I emphasized that Tennessee had 18 level one violations. Well, I mean, it, it just violate 18 violations, and what? No matter what level is bad, right? But why would I emphasize level one if it's not the absolute worst? I don't know. I quit learning about things you do. Oh my god, <laughs> I was distracted. It's not my fault. Jen brought food, what? and I, I can smell the fries behind me. Don't blame this on Jen. <laughs> Broccoli and steak rolls. Yeah, that too. I can see that is it smells good and I'm hungry now. Anyway, <laughs> I have no faith that we're going to get punished less than Tennessee. NCAA has ruined it for me. They've ruined hope. No, that's death penalty level. They've ruined love for me. They've they probably gave me long COVID. This is all everything bad in that's my true, life actually. is done by the NCAA, and I've got no faith in their ability to do their job effectively at this point. So I'm just assuming Tennessee's going to skate, and we're going to get like three years of NCAA tournament bans, and they will have like an addendum in there that says, by the way, Mike Rutherford, you have to cut your testicles off with a butter knife. And I'm just going to be like, I, I expected this. Like people at least people got- across the country will reach out and be like, how shocked were you? And I'll have to be like, not shocked at all. I, mean, I expected this from day. The moment I read that initial FBI uh, indictment, I was like, this is coming. This is, at some point in my future, they're going to make me, they're going to castrate me. I mean, at least they could have given you that knife that cuts through cans. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the worst part. <laughs> They're giving me just a simple uh, house butter knife. What was butter knife or nail clippers? Oh, we need to dive deeper into it. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, sp- speaking of kind of uh, painful things, I just saw an interesting tweet. Okay. Ten minutes ago, Vince McMahon from his official Twitter oh. account. At 77. I'm so disappointed. I thought it was going to be something like legit. Time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe, then now and forever. Didn't he announce that a while ago? That he was well, he down? stepped down as the C. He, he quote unquote stepped down, but he really didn't. Like he, they put it, he, he brought his daughter back and put her in his spot, but he was still doing all of everything else. It was just on paper he stepped down. Like he was still at the board meetings, running everything, but he technically wasn't. Okay, back to what matters. I don't know here. how much this, this is true. I just saw a follow up story, and this is, this makes me even more mad. <laughs> this is from Sports Illustrated. Now, the, so the About NCAA. This? UT has responded to the 18 level one violations and the NCAA has come out and showered them with effusive praise. They have said the NCAA says that UT showed strong cooperation conducted through internal probe and they took immediate action. UT's response should be, quote, the standard. You know who else did an internal probe and who turned themselves in and who acted hand in hand with the NCAA every step of the way? The University of Louisville. And you know who was never praised for that? Who got no benefit of that whatsoever? The University of Louisville. We did the icky things. 
I've said this before, and and I'll say it again because it's a point that needs to be driven home. In our appeal to the initial ruling when the banner came down, for this is the Katina Palace stuff from 2015. Yeah, we came out and we said we turned ourselves in here at the the first hint of wrongdoing. We came to you with what we knew. We launched an internal investigation. We worked with you hand in hand at every step of this process. Your own bylaws say all of those steps should be mitigating factors, should be factors that are taking into account when doling out a punishment. Your own bylaw said that, and in your ruling, you did not make any mention of the mitigating factors. And the NCA responded and said, you're exactly right. Our bylaws do say that. We didn't take into account in our initial ruling. That's an effective argument. Point for you guys. We're changing nothing. That's our final ruling. So we got zero credit for doing exactly what Tennessee is getting, and the NCAA is now coming out and publicly saying that their response should be the standard. I mean, the NCAA was basically uh, this is why again the judge in my cousin Vinny when Vinny brings up the great army and he goes, "That's brilliant. That's smart. It's inadequate. Overruled." Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much in the NCAA. Fred Gwynn. Take that banner down tomorrow. I put the banner up right now, Josh. Josh, put it up. I would just say, yeah, put it up right I now. Mean, I, Make it obnoxiously large. This is why I, to, I still think we should do the whole like. Just the we're entire, doing it. I get this is what this, inside this is why I get worked up banner, yeah. when we when that banner finally goes back up, and it will whether it comes when the NCA dissolves or when they finally come down and say you know taking stuff down retroactively is the dumbest punishment in all of sports. When it finally happens, I want us to be as obnoxious as we possibly can be for at least a year. Make that banner. 15 so- times as big as every other banner inside the Yum Center. Make the entire floor a 2013 National Championship yeah. banner. Have the team wear jerseys that are just the National Championship banner. Every player is either number 20 or number 13. That's the way it's going to work. Just for a year. And then we can go back to normal. We can have a normal banner. But we need to shove it in everybody's face for as as, as obnoxiously as we can for at least one season. Can we at some point just like... just? Skirt the rules and hang up a banner. This is like 2013 Louisville Cardinals, champions of our heart. Well, we do have the most outstanding player band. I know we got that. Which is the one way to go. Because Luke went to brought out Morgan and Morgan on that one. I've never, (laughs) I've also, I've never gotten a clear answer because I've been asking this question since before we even had to take the banner down. There are some schools that have banners up in their arena, most notably Kansas, where they have, they don't mention the NCAA. They just say 1943 champion because they claim those Helms titles, that ranking system that goes back and says, like, in 1912, here's who would have been the national champion if we had claimed them. So they claim national championships that don't actually exist, but they get away with doing that by not having the NCAA referenced on any of their banners. Now, my guess is that the NCAA had something in their ruling that basically was like, if it could, po- like, any sort of reference. If a normal, rational person would look at something and say, this is a reference to you winning the 2013 national championship. It's, it's got to go away. It's got to come down. It can't happen in the record books. can't happen in the, in the arena. But unless they were that vivid with their language, that descriptive with their language, I would absolutely just have banners up there that say, you, you know, you don't even have to say national champion. Just have, like, 2013 I mean, Is that what chance. Western does? Because doesn't Western have a banner for the No, Western course? just has banners up for years where they're not, they're not allowed to have them up, yeah, and nobody cares just, yeah. because it's Western. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's the other part, too. It's They've just, had those Western. Final Fours taken away, and they yeah. still have the banners up. I mean, the Michigans are down, though, I believe. Wasn't that part of, like, the, the 30 for 30 on the Fat Five? It's they like, are. They had to box them up. That was, like, the dramatic scene, like, Raiders in the Lost Ark. And then, right. Like, putting it up in the bay. The, the and nobody cares because they didn't win at all. Like, like they – everybody knows those championships happened. Nobody cares about Final Four banners. Everybody knows that yeah. Michigan played in back-to-back title games. It's not like people don't talk about the Fab Five. Hell, they made a documentary about them a few years ago. Like, they – 
like they still were a college basketball phenomenon. Their impact in the sport is still felt today. And maybe and, most overrated though, when you talk about like I think maybe the most misremembered. Like people yes. remember them as this dominant and they were they weren't a one seed in either year. They the first year they made the they final didn't even four win the Big Ten either year. They were a six seed in the first season when they made it to the championship game. And I think they were like a three or, three or four, four yeah. when they made it the second year. Like they were kind of underachieving that second year because they had all those expectations. But still like a very for the the culture of college basketball, yeah. important couple of seasons. They impacted more off the court as much as they did on the court. I love the stat that they had in that documentary about how, you know, the the revenue that Michigan made from apparel when they won the national title in 1989 was like it was 25 times less or something than it made during the two seasons <laughs> where the full Fab Five was together in Michigan. Um, that's just it is what it is. I always do this to you, and you do it. Name the Fab Five again. Um, Weber. Obviously. Howard, obviously. Rose, obviously. Jimmy King, yep. and the fifth one, I, the last time I didn't, I couldn't, remember, I couldn't you remember either. Forget, you always get the guy from Texas. Um, oh, this is going to Or Jimmy King me. from Texas. One of them is from Texas. Jimmy I King, I believe, is from Texas. Yeah, I think you're right, so I can't remember. This is going to drive me crazy again. Last time I was so mad when I had to look King it up. King and this guy both stayed the senior years. They did. Ha- Weber left first. Howard and Rose left after their junior seasons. Yep. And the, the two... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to think about it. Anymore. Ray Jackson. Oh my God! I should have gotten it. It's such an easy name. It man. is too. <laughs> uh, no, because because I think Jackson was the last one to become a starter. Yeah, he remember. didn't do much. Yeah, because then Eric Riley was the starting center for like the first most of their freshman year. Yeah, that's another thing people always talk about. Like they they started five freshmen. That was only like the last month of the season, I believe they did right. that. Because Eric Riley was the starting center for most of the year. Texas says the text line. Now I'm just catching up. People are just befuddled by the entire conversation. Does Trevor think level two violations are worse than level one? Yes, Trevor was a little confused at first. Like, okay, it's a Friday. How in the hell didn't Trevor know how NCAA violations work? We've been dealing with them for years, and you all have been talking about them pretty much since the show existed. It's a fair point. I'm not defending. We've actually we've had new violations come up while we've been on the show that we've spent we've devoted weeks of conversation to. Did you think that it was like terrible when I was like, well, only one of these is level a level one violation where you're like, oh no, oh no, we're gonna get hammered. Is that like does this change your outlook for what you think UVO's punishment's going to be? Because if I had if I had, had the level the levels messed up for this long, this would be revolutionary information. This would change my entire viewpoint about how this may be handled. Let me make sure. Remind me again, what are Louisville's problems again? Seven violations. One of them is level one, which is the worst. The worst. Okay. Okay. No, I, I, I had a, I just, I just, I just brain farted today. I, I had a. I'm choosing to believe that. I, you know, I blame the OG Studios. Sure. You know, it does something. The, the dim lights. It does something. The to dim you. lights. The heat. Sandlot poster. Jenna's food. I'm compl- yeah, Jenna's got food in here, which smells really awesome, and I'm yeah. making me hungry. Uh, I, I got a new recycling bin over here, which I've never seen where that came from. You were like offended that they put a recycling bin. I was like, no, what offended me was I got excited initially because I was like, ooh, a double trash can. Because I have two trash cans in my like in, in my like man cave room. Because I'm too lazy, like I don't want to take it out when it fools. I just go to the second one, and when those are both full, I take them out. Which is not really saying a lot because it's all I have to just open the window on the side of the house and drop them in the bin. But Texas says the evidence is really mounting against Trevor. <laughs> Doesn't know how level one violations work. Russian ties. Constantly text KRC and its host. Craps on U of L football. I mean, I only crap on Brian Brown normally. I don't crap on Louisville football altogether, do I? I mean, Satterfield, you're not a big fan of. No, that's not true. I have defended Satterfield, but I sometimes it's not worth defending. Just because I wanted Jeff Brom over him doesn't mean I don't like Satterfield. Texas makes a point that I'd forgotten about, too. Uh, we forget, talking about Knoxville, Kane is the mayor of Knoxville. He's Knox County. 
Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was like Knoxville. Very, very confused. It's oh. you're not the first. I, every time someone says knows I'm a wrestling guy, like you know, Kane's not. No, two different two different places. Well, now I'm upset. Is Knox County not like the city where Knoxville is? I don't believe so. No. Well, that's. I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I looked it up or someone corrected me on it that. It's like it's like the state of Kentucky where we have all these counties and the, <laughs> they have the same names as cities that aren't in that county. Yeah. <laughs> Like I think there's a, in there a Lexington County in in Kentucky that probably does not house the city of Lexington. Like there, there's a bunch of those examples. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but uh, I remember going through it at one point, and being like, "Well, that's silly." Are you looking it up now? Okay, it's included in Knoxville metropolitan area. It is included. Okay, so he is. He's he's basically the the mayor of Knoxville. I guess so. I could have swore it was it was a different, not the same University of Tennessee Knoxville I'd read somewhere. And he and his wife own an Allstate agency. <laughs> Look at them. Yeah, Kane. Texas, the NCAA is probably going to punish Tennessee by making them take down the Champions of Life banner that was anointed by Butch Jones. Do you remember that? I know. I do, but I don't. Like, I remember it because I remember Kane. Because I remember TJ and Nick just like, or Nick and TJ mostly just making fun of them for it. It was, I mean. I I just remember them making like side jokes about it. It was because, you know, we've kind of, we've taken shots at the. I thought it was silly at the time. I think it's even more silly now. The the rings that we gave to Damian Lee and Trey Lewis. Like, we needed to do something for them. But I've kind of called them, like, the Champions of Life rings. It was, hey, sorry we screwed you over by taking your postseason away a month before it was set to start. Here are these rings and these shirts that said, we've got your back, which was, I mean, not the – we didn't. Let's We can say it now. It's been a long time. We did not have their backs. But Butch, uh, Butch Jones – when he was talking about their senior class and how they hadn't, like somebody I think was talked about how they hadn't won anything. They were picked to win the SEC that season. Um, They didn't. And then Butch Jones at the end of the year said, they've actually won the biggest championship, the championship of life. (laughs) Which is much, much smaller than the SEC East championship, if we're being real. It's bigger than football. There's there's probably... 12 counties in the metropolitan Knoxville area. The, the actual mayor of Knoxville is India Kincannon. Okay. It's a woman. Yeah, he's just the mayor of the one of I the didn't counties. know counties could have mayors. I, I guess so, and there's 12 How backwards is Tennessee? This is why you have 18-level-1 violations. <laughs> yeah, I mean— This is why you haven't won anything of relevance <laughs> since 2000. And that's why it's so—I guess that's why it's so confusing is because it's a county inside the city, but he's actually not the mayor of the city. He's the mayor of just that county. I think that's like no different than I feel like that's like being the mayor of Briarwood where I live. Yeah. We have, we, when I grew up, I grew up in Brownsboro Farm. Yeah. I think there was a mayor of Brownsboro Farm. I, when I, right when I turned 18, I wanted to run for it. I was like, I want to legalize everything. I'm almost <laughs> like, that's not how it works. I wrote my name in. Well, not now. The only time I've ever voted, I wrote my name in as a uh, write in for the mayor of Briarwood, but I didn't you get You only it. voted once? I only voted once in my life, yeah. Can I ask what it was for? What, what? You can, but I can't remember why. I would. Ass- I assumed if you voted one time in your life, it's because you felt very strongly about a certain political race. But I guess not. No, you would. You would think so. You just decided to go to the polls. One you would time. assume it would be, but no. Um, you no, are an enigma. Well, a buddy of mine who is like all about politics. Yeah, uh, he's the same guy that bribed me to get my booster shot. Uh, he's like, uh, he's like, man, you need to vote. You need to vote. I'll give you like fifty bucks if you register to vote. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so what? I mean, was it a presidential race? You don't even remember. No, I don't think it was. And I didn't vote for anybody I didn't recognize the name of. <laughs> so I think I only voted for like three things. My guy, uh, Justin Rank, texted me last night. He always listens to the podcast late. And he's like, I'm crying laughing just thinking about it. He's like, he's like obviously there were good moments on yesterday's show. But when you were talking about the promotionals and you were like, it's Band-Aid. And Trevor goes, Band-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. 
<laughs> not surprised. Texture says, um, oh my gosh. Trevor can't remember the obscure forward that's Trevor can't remember the obscure forward that started in front of Ray Jackson in 1993, but can't remember the sanction levels from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Riley was a center, even though, but he can't play center for the man's an enigma. Uh, <laughs> Texture says Trevor will only vote if DoorDash brings him to the ballot. <laughs> the only reason I actually did do the vote too is because I had. Yeah, how long it been since I've been to Westport like middle school and they do the uh, You just the, wanted to see your old school. I just wanted to see the old gym. Unbelievable. Like I see like the one reason like that was, I went to Lady, I was like, Can I just like walk in the gym here? I, I, I wish I had a basketball. Like it, it brought so many memories back from like thirty years ago. Like like when I was in the peak of my athletic prime and seeing that being back Cut in me the down gym. My prime. Like I want I wanted to just like see, see if I could sneak into the small gym too, but I didn't want to walk all that that way. So did Arby's drop Trevor from NIL and then DoorDash picked him up? <laughs> I've been to Arby's for a minute. They they made me mad when I went over there that one day and they, they didn't have any uh, carbonized soda. Texas Arby's was running a deal where you, if you brought in your I voted sticker, you get a free roast beef. That's probably what happened. I, I would just get one of those and just never like always use it every year. Texture says, Mike, the message boards are blowing up. Who's X and why is he big? I don't even know what that's in reference to. Oh, say it again. Mike, the message boards are blowing up. Who's X and why is he big? X, X, gonna give it to you. Yeah, I don't. Gonna I, give it to you, X. Gonna I'm assuming give it that's to a you. reference to something I said during the show, but I, I, I don't, I don't. I don't get remember it. you saying the letter X. I don't either. I don't know. Texas, yeah. what would actually have to happen for us to be able to put the banner up? I mean, technically, we can do whatever we, we want. Yeah, you don't we have to do whatever we want now. We would just be afraid of facing NCA sanctions. Can can they give you sanctions for doing that? I, yes, because it would be a violation of one of their rules, which you know they when they hit us with a, a punishment. Yeah, but but it's for a punishment that didn't violate their rules to begin with, in a way. Like what would need to happen? <laughs> That's the crazy thing. We they can punish us for violating a rule by hanging a banner that we got violated for by not actually breaking the rules to the level they they think we did. And let us not forget, we and I know this wasn't that punishment, but a a federal court agreed that we're the victims. In the uh, the Adidas thing, we are the victims. We were defrauded. Okay, why is the phrase "hillbilly Kobe" trending? Oh, it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, I'm sorry to me to be distracted by you there. I I, I am dumb. <laughs> this is, I'm blaming on the COVID brain. G- Jesus Christ, Mike! Ask yourself what the name of your studio is. Big X. Who's X and why is he big? Message boards. There you go. There you go. Uh, TJ Walker, let us know that uh, last sunset after 9 p.m. tonight. Oh God, great huh? night to win Mega Millions, Mike. A litter of two. You, oh yeah, lottery club. I got some. How much money have you guys wasted in the lottery club over the years? How much money have I saved myself by not joining you, dorks? Well, <laughs> oh boy, I can't speak for the other tools, but uh, me, I can't. I don't know because I always forget to check. I've got like, in fact, my, right now, like in my little money club slash rubber band, I've got like six lottery tickets that I've bought in over the last. On my times, and I keep forgetting to go like scan them and see if they work or not, their, their money or not. You bought them. I bought them. Bought them. I did figure out finally how to buy uh, lottery tickets online. I didn't know you could do that. You can do that, and I signed up for it because the uh, I was my week last week, and I was running late, and I didn't feel like going up to the store, so I just went online and signed up for it, and uh, got myself uh, put fifty bucks in the account and got bought me a Powerball ticket. In all seriousness, tonight being the last sunset of the year after nine p.m. does suck. That makes me sad. What does it go to after this? What do you mean? I mean, the days just start getting shorter now. Like how short? They've been getting shorter for the last couple of weeks after the what the the equinox, equinox, whatever it is. Like it's 
it's going to start like it's going to start getting dark now before 9 p.m. and then it'll start getting dark around 8:30 and then it's by the time you know it when we get to the winter it's going to be dark when we leave the studio See, that's what I, which that's always what I, sucks that's what I'm, it's no, the worst feeling no, ever no, I, I hate I hate when I like if I leave here at like six and I'm out maybe running run some errands and stuff I hate the fact that it's like 8:30 and I still got the sun like beating in my face because it's going down and it's like I I I'm being blinded well, yeah by but the you sun. don't go outside. That's a very. It's an opinion very specific. I to mean, you. this is like yeah, singular moment from like two weeks ago that annoyed me, but it still annoyed me. So you prefer it when it's pitch black when we leave the studio at six o'clock as opposed to when it's like high sun. Yes, I am. What? I am the type of person who likes to live in the shadows. You have like the opposite of seasonal. Do depression I look disorder. like someone who wants to be in the sun? Still, like just like well, having it be light outside. In the sun? I mean, pitch black when you leave at six. It always makes me so sad. But it's cooler out. It's like freezing out. No, it's not freezing. The texture who said the big X thing was like, well, you killed my joke, so I'm going to go angrily watch anime. Have a great show. Is that the <laughs> anime guy? Is he going to Trevor's house? Make uh, sure to give the dogs a treat. TJ responded to your lottery lottery comment by saying, well, that's not good to hear, Trevor. <laughs> but always forgetting. I mean, if it, if it makes you feel I mean, if someone's going to win the mega, like actually wins a big amount, don't they like, like media says something about it? That needs to get picked up. I don't know. Well, he's announced like somebody won somewhere, but we just don't know where they're at so far. Like, the text line is now openly asking whether or not you're a vampire. You do have Russian ties. Could they be to Wait, some well, sort of Sylvania? I was going to say, the vampires aren't Russian. They're from like the Baltic states, aren't they? I mean, around the same area, part of the world. Well, it's all in the Western or Eastern Hemisphere, right? Some Sylvania. <laughs> some Sylvania. Sylvania stands. They're all the same. Where is Transylvania in, in the in the in Lexington? The I mean, I could be a vampire. If, if I got the option, I'd probably do vampire. <laughs> okay. I mean, you get to live for. I mean, you get to live forever. I mean, yeah, you gotta, and you don't have to like kill people. I can do like Brad Pitt. I can eat rats. Okay. Okay. I can eat just like you know. I can go. I mean, yeah, I could do vampire. Well, I mean, if you were gonna be, if you were gonna turn into like a monster, isn't like the best one to be anyway? I I'd, I'd probably pick vampire. What'd you say, Jenna? Bigfoot. Jenna wants to be big. Bigfoot. Why do you want to be Bigfoot? That's not something that you could turn into, but that's more of a werewolf, I guess. Right? I'd be a vampire. I think. I think Trevor's right. Yeah, if you're gonna, I mean, you've got like Swamp Thing and a werewolf <laughs> and vampire and uh, witch. Uh, I guess a witch. What are we doing? You got Frankenstein. I mean. I'm thinking of just like anything from the Monster Squad. These aren't movie. things that you can become, though. Frankenstein was great. First of all, Frankenstein. Let's do the snobby thing. Frankenstein, the name of the doctor. The monster is Frankenstein. Jenna, monster. hit him with that sucker ball. <laughs> actually, actually, there and there's only one Frankenstein's monster. There's, only one. Not, there's no plural to it. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there's not a whole lot out there when you think about it. No, mummy, I, mean, I guess. Mummy, mummy's another one, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm done with it. This is this is a, this is a, this is too low even for us in July. That's that's fine. Hey, uh, I tried to talk about Vince May retired, and you didn't want to do it. I didn't want to. I still I brought don't. Up Hillbilly Kobe, and you're like moving on. I st- yeah, you're exactly right. I did. Now I'm moving on from this conversation. Let's go to break. When we come back, we'll try to be better. I don't know what to say. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, Texas says Mike wants to be a vampire after watching Twilight. Confirmed. <laughs> I guess that, did. that make you team Eddie. Who who were the wasn't one a werewolf? Edward. Edward, Edward James almost. Edward was the, the, the vampire, and then the Jacob was the wolf. Yeah. That's sad you know that, Mike. I, I went, Jenna, Jenna, I can understand. I was there opening night. They're so good. Uh, I, I don't think Jenna heard the story, but we'll have to tell her during the break about how I ended up not knowing anything about Twilight, but went 
opening night at midnight. For awesome. The very first I'm glad movie. Jen is here because I have an interesting question. Okay. A pop culture question for you that that came up to me last night. This is my fourth attempt to throw the show to break. We're going to do it. We're going to come back. It's, it's the Mike Rutherford show, although you may be confused. But. Here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Studios in Jeffersonville. Hopefully, your weekend is off to a fantastic start. If it hasn't, if you need, if you're looking for the one missing element of your fantastic summer weekend and you think it's sunglasses, there's only one place to go, folks. It's shadyrays.com. Pick out a pair of Shady Rays glasses. Yep. When you check out, make sure you use the promo code Big X. It's going to save you 15% off all your Shady Rays purchases. And if something happens to those bad boys in the first 30 days that you got them, Shady Rays is going to send you a replacement pair. It's the Shady Rays guarantee. Look like Trevor Kelsey all summer long by going to shadyrays.com and using the promo code Big X. Two notes that we haven't, uh, we have not mentioned. These are complete nonsense per usual uh, on the show today. Texas have asked about if Trevor ever got the smoothie. He did not. No. So I, I, I had to stop. No. The smoothies with what I've got going on, like I get very. I, I don't like talking about this. So. Here I'm wanting to talk about Mary's movies, and she won't even make me an aloe milkshake. I have to do a low histamine diet, which is the quite literally the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Like no sugar, no caffeine. No, no, nothing exciting. No reason to live. No reason to live, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, and I thought that, like, I'm like, a smoothie, like, the, the, there's, these are very healthy. I should be good. But every time I, like, drink one, like, I feel like my brain is about to, like, quite literally expand out of my head. It's a very weird feeling. I don't like it. I'm trying to avoid the inflammation. Huh. And sure enough. I've done some things that are green to do that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all, like, all greens are good on the, the low histamine diet besides spinach, which spinach has been going in the, the drink, and bananas. So it's, Ooh. like, so I had to, like, give it up. So she hasn't been making one for me, so she hasn't made one for you, but we'll... Well, to count case, she shouldn't have to make one for you. I mean, make one for me, though. I mean, I'm more important, right? That'll get done at some Can point. Can I get it without spinach, though? No. That's the deal. That's what makes it green. Then it wouldn't be, as you call it, an aloe shake. It doesn't have to. You don't have to use spinach to make it green. Can you put, like, just use some like mint or something in it? I mean, I can use mint in a smoothie. I don't no. know. I mean, broccoli. No, no. I mean, you just say broccoli. Why are you ooing? You basically have a choice between spinach or kale. Why not? Well, it's being it's being like grounded up. Why does it matter if it's cooked or not? The other thing that we haven't talked about is your Burger Week takes got everybody riled up yesterday. <laughs> I don't know why. You did continue Louisville Burger Week yesterday with another non-Louisville-specific restaurant. Where did you get your burger from last night? <laughs> okay. First of all, I didn't even know if it was non-specific or not. I'd never heard of this place. The Burger Den. Okay. That's that's right. Is that is that non is that Louisville only? <clears throat> I believe there are Burger Dens elsewhere. Outside of Louisville? Outside of Louisville. Okay. But that's better. Is it? I was expecting more like, you know. Your your original take was IHOP yesterday. Yeah, I was thinking. I didn't really think about going to IHOP, which I told Mary when I got home, and she was like, she usually thinks you're hilarious. She was like vehemently repulsed by IHOP burger by getting the IHOP burger on. Burger I mean, it was. Week. I haven't had one, but I mean, they, they supposedly almost changed the name of the restaurant for it, so it's got to be good, right? That's 
that's one way to rationalize it. But anyways, what's your take? Where does Burger Den rank up against what? Cheesecake Factory? Oh, hold, hold, hold up, hold up. This makes a lot of sense. Jenna, did, what did you just say? Uh, say it louder now. Did you get it through DoorDash? Yeah. It's just Denny's. It's just Denny's. Oh, there you go. They also have a breakfast. Well, that explains why it sucked. How <laughs> <laughs> was very disappointed with this burger. It was. It said the Burger Den, and it Denny's like, called the Burger Den. There you go. I had no. That's false advertising. I didn't know there was a Denny's still around. They also do the same thing with like wings. It's like they have their own like wings, and it's just. Yeah, I haven't exactly. had Denny's since. I mean, if I'm going to Denny's to get moods over Hammy, right? So you got fleeced into getting a Denny's burger. Yeah, last night. I'm a little pissed now. Where does it rank up against? What did we have? Oh, it was last on the week. We had Cheesecake Factory, Outback, and, and D- Dave and Buster, Dave and, and now Burger Den. Now Burger Den hitting all the hot Louisville joints. And then, and then, so yeah, it's definitely last. Oh yeah, number one, so far going into into the day's final day. I don't. Does this go into Saturday and Sunday too? Do I have to do Saturday and Sunday Burger Den? You can do whatever you want. I mean, I don't for know the purposes of the show, I don't really care about the weekend, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I probably won't do it over the weekend. I might. I don't know because I'm gonna. I'm, I've got a pay per view. I'm gonna order tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. So I might just get something a little nicer in a burger. So tonight, what's the agenda? Uh, well, uh, in order so far, I'll tell you right now. Uh, number one is Outback. You you're big on the Outback. Uh, Outback was tasty, very tasty. It was a one tasty burger. Uh, number two would have been Dave and Buster. Okay. Three Cheesecake Factory, mainly because they did put something on it I didn't like too. And it made me mad. Okay. I could. I was able to wipe it off as my uncle used to do, but it still made me mad. Last burger, the Burger Den by far, by a mile. Burger Den ruined your Thursday night. It did. It just now it's pissing me. It's starting to ruin my Friday afternoon. Um, today, going to Cattleman's. Okay, I've heard good things about Cattleman's. I've never I, actually been myself, but I, I've got friends that go there. I, I don't think it's available on my DoorDash at Louisville, but I've seen it available over here. Uh, they are a sponsor of the Louisville Bats, so I mean, well kinda, done, supporting kinda, the home yeah, team. D- d- helps out there. So, and I looked at their burgers last night, which I probably shouldn't have done it. Like two thirty, it was like three thirty in the morning when I started thinking about it, and then I started getting really hungry and like wishing I could order it then, but I couldn't. Um, then I started looking at things that were still open at DoorDash at three thirty in the morning, and then I realized I should just go to bed. Yeah, you um, don't want another Spinelli's tweet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Learned my lesson on tweeting things anyway. Uh, tw- twelve years later, uh, it took twelve years to get a like to that tweet. By the way, thank you. <laughs> the best things in life are worth waiting. It ages like fine wine. But I was I was looking at, and I think that's what I'm gonna go with. The bur- their burgers looked really tasty. They had like a double cheeseburger with. Uh, I looked good. I'm, I'm going with that. Okay, I'm excited for you. I feel like I should get steak though. I'm getting Cattleman's right. I've heard that the steak is probably the go-to, but then again, you also got a burger from Outback earlier this week, and you could probably say the same thing there. Yeah, but I've had like, is it is it too gluttonous? And is it did I use that word right? You can get steak and a burger. You did you, perfectly. Awesome. Well, now I don't even care if I'm I'm gluttonous or not. I just use the word right. Thank you. If uh, I know what to call it, I'm going to do it. Thank you for the movie Seven. Uh, it's the uh, it, yeah. Can I get like a burger and, and a steak? Is that too much? You can do whatever you want, Trev. Well, I know I know that. But you I mean for me. Yeah, like is it like shot? I would not get a burger and a steak together, but I'm a much smaller, smaller. Yeah, you wear like a medium T-shirt. I do wear a medium T-shirt. I gave you an XL shirt. You're like, it's gonna swim in. I'm like, how tiny are you? I mean, I'm a medium. Sometimes I'm large for some certain brands, but I'm more of a medium. I guess I just don't understand because you're so far away. Wasting away every day. day. I mean, I I, I can't tell. I mean, we we walk out together every single day. It's not like it's not like you've never seen me from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, but everybody looks tiny next to me. Well, I guess that's a fair point. <laughs> that's true. Um, 
Did you say you were a little from the waist down? No, I said it's not like you've never seen me from the waist down. Like you've seen me standing up, walking together. You were like, you're so far away when I'm talking to you, I can't tell how big you are. I'm like, well, we we walk in and out of the studio every single day together. Do you think you could wear one of Jenna's shirts? Um, could you probably wear the same size shirt? Probably, yeah. I probably could. I'm not a large human being. I don't. I mean, I'm. This is not breaking news. I've been this size. I've told the story before. I was a very large like child. I was, that's why I was good at sports in like grade school. And then I stopped growing when I was like 13. I've well, so did I, but I, look how big I am. I was this big when I was in like middle school. I was the kid that had like stripped down to make weight to carry the football in sixth grade and eighth grade, like when I was playing quarterback. I played quarterback, middle linebacker, and return kicks. Like that's who that's I was when I was 12, 13, and 14. And then I got to high school and everybody just kept growing. And I remember it was sophomore year of high school. I was looking at like, we were in the weight room and I'm looking at my friends that I've been bigger than my whole life. And I'm like, when did this happen? Like, I'm like looking in the mirror. I'm like, and they're like, yeah, dude, you're kind of, I don't think I can use the word they said, but like, like you're kind of small now. I was like, this is not nearly as fun as it used to be. Is it better to peak early at a big size? Like me, I like, I I was in sixth grade. I was almost six, three. Yeah. That's big. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, not, 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 I don't mean just vertically and horizontally. I do mean vertically as well. And like, but I just, I'm, I'm still six, three. Like I've never got I'm like, I didn't start smoking in sixth grade. You people, it was like seventh, but nonetheless, like, or is it better to do that or like be like Anthony Davis and go like from six foot to like seven foot? Like, with your senior. Are you asking me if it's better to be Trevor Kelsey or Anthony Davis? Well, because that kind of sounds were, like you what, the way you're framing it. When you weren't it, okay, let me. I'm about, going to go with the latter. How about how, I love you. How about use Audit's mood instead? He's another example of that. Where he, <laughs> Once again, a, a guy who's playing professional basketball right now. Well, that's because he went from six foot to seven foot. I just went to six three and stopped. Like, if I'd gotten to seven feet, I'd be. I, to answer your question seriously, I'd probably have rather been a late bloomer like really? it was it was cool to look older when i was like in high school and like be the guy that everybody's like well you're the one who has to go buy a spear because you look like i looked like oh, yeah. 23 when i was like 19 my hair went gray when i was 15 and then it like it progressively stops being cooler and then just never gets cool again like when you're 30 and you look like you're 40 like that's like right now i wish i looked a little bit younger than i do like when i was 25 and starting to look 30 that's when it stopped being cool I'm like, you well. just describe me i'm 40 you look like i'm 70 <laughs> yeah it's not it's it was it was fun up until a point, yeah, and the right, point yeah. is long gone, and hopefully I have a, a lot more years to live, and it's still not going to be cool that I look older than I am anymore. But for for that brief period, it was nice. That, that's that's a good point. Now, I got another question for you. Okay. We, we, we have only have a couple minutes here before we have to go to break. I know. Well, I'll, I'll th- I have two questions for you. I'm going to save one for the Pop Clock Hour because I do want Jenna's thoughts on it. But here's another one. This is one I, I'm going to steal from TJ, who I know is listening, because he said Outback Burgers are very good, and he's right. He brought something. He really loves the show. I thought it was amusing. It made me laugh out loud listening to the podcast that he brought up. I meant to bring it up yesterday. What happens? This was on the, the heels of Clark Lee's Vanderbilt comments. Okay. What happens first? A team wins five straight championships in college basketball or Vanderbilt wins a national championship in football? Well, neither one of those things are ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah, what would, if you're saying which is more likely. Likely to happen first, yes. A team winning five straight That's national championships in college basketball. And it's not close. Yeah, no. It's not close at all. <laughs> it's just such a, it's a drastic comparison, though, I thought made me laugh. I mean, we've had, I mean, at least, you know, <clears throat> I, I know it's far from the modern era, but UCLA at one point in time dominated the landscape of the sport. And it was you, in the 60s. I know, but if you want to say, like, in women's college basketball, we've had stretches where a certain team, namely UConn, has dominated for a while. It, it could have theoretically ever- happen on the men's side, I guess. It's Look, it, it's not going to happen, but it, that seems more plausible 
than Vanderbilt, which has been a bottom feeder in the nation. And, well, and also the only program in the SEC that doesn't really put as much emphasis on football as everybody else because I mean, they're James nerds. Franklin did win nine games back-to-back years there. Yeah, and that's the, the pinnacle of Vanderbilt I mean, football. That's the ceiling. <laughs> and the second he did it, they treated him like he was a miracle maker, like he was God. Like well, He could have had almost any job. He went to Penn State because he got he won nine games at Vanderbilt. Didn't help. He was covering a lot of stuff up at Vanderbilt, too, apparently. Well, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> look, if you're going to win a national title yeah. at Vanderbilt, understandably there are going to be some suspicions about how you made that I happen. I mean, UCLA off top, I, I mean, has Diddy UConn even win five straight and women's at all at one time? I mean, I think they did. I mean, Tennessee back in the day, I feel like definitely did. I don't think, I don't think anybody, I, I'm going to, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll gonna, say this. It, if it I hasn't happened. I know UCLA did it. UCLA did do it. I know that. If it hasn't happened, they've come closer than Vanderbilt has to winning a national title in football. <laughs> that's all that matters. So that's my. I mean, we haven't had a back-to-back men's college basketball national champion since Florida in 06-07. No, back-to-backs are hard, as, are hard to get. I mean, so I, I, mean I, I can't imagine anybody's going to win three or four in a row. But I still think that scenario, let's say somebody just gets really good at NIL and everybody just wants to go there. I think that's more plausible than, yeah, UConn won five straight from 2013 to 2016. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, and when I take that, that's four. No, yeah, no, in, yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, four is the most ever won in a row in women's. Tennessee did, did three in a row as well at one point. Okay. UConn well, did three in a row. A few. So it hasn't even happened to women's. Yeah. I still think it's more likely. I guess UCLA is the only team to ever do it in this, what they did it from like, what, 60 to 65, I believe, I think, wasn't it? Sounds right. I'll take the word for I it. I mean, I know you, it was the NC, uh, the 66 game is what broke their streak, I believe. Okay. Um, Texan says, nothing makes me happier than TK getting a Denny's burger for Louisville Burger. Week. I mean, that's, I know, uh, that, uh, that's. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of ticked off about this. Texas says, and I'll, I'll, we have to end the hour with this. If a national branded sports radio show asked you guys for a job interview and a sampling of your work, today's definitely the tape that I would send in. <laughs> it's oh. not not what I would send in. Also, UTEP was the last game before their streak. They won seven in a row after the UTEP game. Are you uh, uh, Texas Western game? <laughs> Texas says, to be clear, people, I didn't start smoking in sixth grade. It was seven. <laughs> TK quarter of the day. I mean, because I know people were going to be like, well, he started smoking. That was right-handed cigarettes. Left-handed weren't until eighth grade. That's fine. You're good. Summer of eighth grade. Yeah, that's. I'm not judging. God, it's been a long time, man. It has. Let's go to break. When we come back, <laughs> we have a short show today because the bats are back, and we'll have the Cardinal Insider at 5:30. So we've got about 25 it. minutes to get to like 55 <laughs> texts uh, coming up after the break. It's the Mike oh. Rutherford Show on a Friday here in lovely Jeffersonville, Indiana, on 1450 The Big X. You're not home. I know. Summer are gone. Welcome, man. It's the final, uh, I guess, 20 minutes here of the shortened 
Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. At 5.30, we'll hand the reins over to Jody Demling and the Cardinal Insider. And then at 7.05. Maybe. We'll think about it. Yeah. At 6.35, we'll have coverage for the Louisville Bats. 7.05, first pitch. Bats taking on tonight. Trevor, do you know? Or am I going to Nashville. Nashville. The Sounders? Is that right? I think so. It's a home game, I believe. Okay. Seven oh five. First pitch. Yeah, against the uh, yeah Nashville. It's, uh, yeah versus Nashville. Do you know? Is, is, am I correct in calling them the Nashville Sounds? I have no idea. I think that's it's right. It's a three game series. Sounds. Damn. Sounds. Damn. I thought they were. What, have they always been the Sounds? I swear to God, they were the Sounds. And I guess Louisville's doing the Masters tonight. Okay, cool. I love Masters nights. Is that, I know. What, what what is the Masher thing? I, I don't know. I don't. Is it it's something to do with liquor? Right. Well, bourbon. Yeah. Okay. Like, I never understood. Like they got the reference there. Really. Seems relatively straightforward, but okay. I don't, I've never heard of that term for anything to do with how it's connected with bourbon. Like Louisville bourbon, like maybe. the mash is how you make bourbon. I didn't. I, I don't. I don't care how it's made. I just want to drink it. Okay, but well, you don't even like, like bourbon. Like, I, like, I, listen. I'm ordering a burger tonight. I don't want to see how you slaughtered the cow and cooked it. I just want a bacon cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> just, just saying. I mean, Texture says that this is a perfect way to start this. Trevor's train of thought is the embodiment of suffering a stroke. <laughs> Is it, good? is it bad? Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> um, we, we, I mean, we've just been a nonsense show. Let's be real. There hasn't been a whole lot going on. We've just we, we've leaned into it. We've been derailed. I, I wouldn't even call it a derailment. This is how I wanted today's show to go because it's it's Friday. There's no sports news happening. We can only. I mean, we there's no DJ Wagner update of the day. We don't have to even have to do one today. I don't think you have the music over well, here. Well, I was so going to bring it, it anyway. up, and you were like, we're not doing one. I was like, well, okay. Then I won't oh, we have one? No, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. I yeah, didn't. We, there's there's not anything going on outside yeah. of what we talked about. And we've given, So I didn't load the music when you said we weren't going to do one, so I was like, okay. The thing is, with the DJ Wagner update of the day is, even when it's like a small thing, it invariably winds up turning into a like larger conversation that we've already had a million times before. <laughs> and so when there's a day where there's not any new information, because we had like three updates yesterday, it's like, there's no point. And we also have a smaller show today, shorter show today, so I don't really want to get into it. But here's what I do want to get into. There's, oh, the question, the, the pop culture question I have. What was that? Oh, you didn't want to get into that. Never mind. Just, well, tell me. I just got in a debate yesterday with TJ oh, and Paul people and already, some other people. This. I do. I, I do already regret sure it. I was trying this. to be nice. Say, so intern Jacob has been watching movies they suggested. Okay. And older movies, at least old, older to his generation and to Jenna, for, for that matter. And one of the movies he watched the night was Road Trip. Okay. And they asked him your thoughts on it. Jen, have you seen Road Trip, by the way? No. Okay. She's not. All right. So he watched it. And he's like, I love, he's like, I, 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 I tell you, you don't have a mic. So I'm telling the people what you said. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. You know, I'm thinking here. So I uh, said, so, you know, he said he loved it. And he was like, they're like, well, what'd you like about it? And he was like, the guy, the Barry character was funny. <sighs> and so, like, and it's so weird that they did this because last week I'm talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, closer to 15. We're having this conversation because I'd watched Road Trip last week. I think I told you. And we're having this conversation of like, can you imagine showing this m- the movie like a Tom Green thing to someone who's in their low 20s and younger and try to explain to them why this guy's funny and why he's popular? Because when he was first coming up, nobody was doing the types of things that he was doing. He was, it, was, it, was a, it was a time, it was an era. Exactly. He was, and, he was perfect for that like, brief moment brief in like, moment. 1998, 1999, 2000. He just does quirky stuff. Like He tries to even have sex with animals. It's just weird. It's hard to well, explain. That, I don't think he went that far, did he? I think he like, put a dead... Like, didn't he like, like, put a dead skin over him and like lay in the road or something one time? He, or? There was some stuff, like, even back then when I was young and like 13, 14, yeah. I was like, this is... And see, I, I never got into Green because he. I was in my mid-20s when he was popular. I was a little past it. I liked Jackass to a degree, but I, I, was, I love Jackass. Yeah, still do love Jackass. So to to me, like Tom Green was like the kind of a poor man's, or even to a, a more actually not poor man's, but a Polly Shore on steroids. 
Like, because he was my, that was my Tom Green. Paulie Shore, like, didn't, didn't go back and show Jenna or Jacob, like, Paulie Shore, and they're like, why is this guy popular? I mean, this guy's, I mean, what? I don't get it. So, like, so I started having, wondering, like, who was more popular or even better at their peak, Paulie Shore or Tom Green? Tom they were Green. two very different. They're both that because Green had a show on MTV and Pauly Shore just did movies. Yeah, but Pauly Shore did do like stand because his mom owned the Comedy Store, which is how he got kind of in the business. And Shore was he I, did, but he did like MTV. He was big on MTV. He was when MTV was more MTV too. But it was like spot stuff. Like he wasn't. He didn't have his own. He was more spring was like break and stuff like but that. But there were those yeah. like th- there were those select people that I think time has kind of left. But like remember Andy Dick had his own TV show on MTV. Andy Dick's kind of in that same. I think in that same boat of like it worked for that time. But like looking back yeah. on it, you're like eh, not that funny. Um, Tom Green because you remember Tom Green and he did like that Bum Bum song that was yes, got the number one on yeah. TRL, which and that was kind of a, a stupid thing. But at the time it was. It was funny. It was new. And he married Drew Barrymore. He did in sort of a stunt. And yeah. I wonder what you're going to Drew Barrymore regrets more in life, marrying Tom Green or cocaine habit as a kid. Probably Tom Green. Probably, I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as who was more famous at their peak. I mean, it'd be, okay, you look at the comparisons. Like, I feel like Paul Shore made more money, but Tom Green was more famous. Like Green, I think, had the better movie and road trip, but he's only a secondary character. And that was kind of his only movie. Really. Yeah, the only other well, he movie, did he, Freddy got fingered. which was horrible, was terrible. The, there's only one that. line in that entire movie I like, and I can't say it on the air because it's like when he's like beating her, and she's like, "All I ever wanted to do was." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's been so long since I've it's seen not that. good. And Paulie Shore, I mean, you can mock his movies, but Son in Law's funny. He's a star. Biodome, I liked at the time. Casino Man, good. Biodome, I mean, he and he he co-stars, but he's a you know he's the lead in all these movies. I mean, so I, I think it's a tough decision. I also think it matters on age too. Like, cause I, I I put this survey to my 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 football group, and they're all around your age and my age, a little older than you, closer to me. And like, Tom uh, Paul Shore won in a sweep. Like, he got all twelve votes. Really? I'm like, wow. I was mm-hmm. like, I thought somebody would like throw a green of you know, interesting a bone. Interesting. So I was just curious. I, I mean, I don't know if but you're if someone you you're a little closer to the Tom Green than Paul Shore. Paul Shore. I was. So, but you would still vote Paul Shore. I'd probably for like who was more famous, at more peak? famous, more popular in their peak. Yeah, probably Tom Green. You think so? I think Paul Shore made more money. But you think Green was still more popular? Yeah, with a certain demographic, like like old people didn't, like, or adults, you know, people who were my age now at that time didn't care about Tom Green, and if they did know who he was, they didn't think he was funny. My buddy just texts me. I don't even know. This is random. He goes, "Look up a story from a year or two ago about Tom Green falling asleep while doing a live stream from his house, and people all thinking he was dead." I remember that. Actually. I don't remember. I, I mean, yeah. There's more to this tweet on text. I think he sent me that something on Reddit. Texture says, uh, notes from today's show. That's ought to be good. Mike is small from the waist down. <laughs> Trevor sees Mike from the waist down often. <laughs> Trevor waited all the way till seventh grade to start smoking. <laughs> Mike had to apologize to Trevor before telling him how lightweight he is. <laughs> Trevor's about to order a steak and a burger together to eat during the same meal. People keep bringing up also the Tom Green, the utter thing. That's what I think of. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he had sex with an animal. I think he just did the thing. Was it the utter thing? I guess maybe that's his picture also where he puts – like he was too extreme. For, I don't know. Even Maybe if I was at that age, I would have liked it because I did like Jackass a little bit. There were certain things that he did. Like when he did like the – he was like a PA at like a minor league baseball game and he just was like very funny. Like would like scream and like, and like say stupid stuff. Like I thought that was funny. But they, when he would just do like dead animals and like the cow thing, I'm like yeah. that's just that's not, what I'm saying. He was not funny. Like he took Polly Shore's – Stick and like put it on steroids. Sure. Because Shore was just more like, you know, hand the weasel, you know, and just kind of did that type of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to get to as many of these texts as we can because we, we're not going to. But uh, Texas says, the person who predicted USC to the Big Ten in March has now tweeted the following. Uh, it's going to take forever to get that up. Uh, it's now He's now saying that Miami, North Carolina, Clemson, and Florida State are blocking J- uh, Jim Phillips from looking to expand the ACC. Do you think this is because the conference only needs eight to leave before the grant of rights is dissolved and that if more join, then the majority becomes larger and it's less likely to get out of the grant of rights? I, I don't know. That's a lot of info you just threw at us, by the way. Still, like, like, as far as taking on new teams, like it would surprise me that the ACC would be looking to add just because there's still apparently a lot of uncertainty about whether or not adding teams would break the grant of rights. Because right now the one thing holding the conference together is that grant of rights. The Supposedly, fact that yeah. Yeah, it's a $100 million buyout. Everybody has to be in the conference until 2036. But there's some thought that if you went out there and you added, I don't know, West Virginia and Arizona, it would break up that deal and schools like Clemson and Florida State and Miami and Carolina would be free to leave without having to pay that seven-figure exit fee. I feel like these teams are like all Rachel Phelps from Major League. You can't leave. We have a lease with the city. Not if we get the attendance low. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, that's so I, I can't imagine that the AC would be looking. But who it's, in this age of information and disinformation and not knowing who to believe? I don't know. I don't know what to say. You can believe me. Texas says, do you think there's a possibility that DJ is waiting to, to make his decision until after the IARP ruling is announced since it's supposedly happening in September, early October? I mean, it's maybe I just I don't I've got no idea. I would I can't I would my guess would be no. But I'm not going to rule it out as a possibility. If he thinks that there's the if if maybe he's had a private conversation with Kenny Payne, and Payne has said, "Look, if we're going to get a postseason ban, it's almost certainly going to be one year, and it'll be for this upcoming season." But I can't tell you definitively that 2024 a 2024 ban is off the table. But just hang with us; we're going to find this thing out in late September, early October. Then maybe, but my. Like my inkling, my inclination would be to say no. Like that's not going to factor into the decision. But I could be wrong. Texas says, "I know how we keep talking about how we've got to beat Syracuse, but what do you think our chances are against UCF? I got to think they'll be riled up over last year's interception. Although, although we don't talk about how this uh, has got to be a run moment enough. Um, I think Louisville will be a slight favorite right now. That most early books have Louisville as like a four point favorite over Syracuse. I think UCF. I mean." Louisville's probably going to be a slight underdog. I think it depends on how the both their first games go in week one. Well, Plus, they play nobody in week one. They play like, they, like it's, I looked it up earlier when we were talking about something else. You mean you say you mean literally nobody, or they play? It's like scrub? an FC. It's like an okay. FCS school. I mean, that's the case. I'd be. I think Central will probably be favored by like three or four. Then. I want to say it'll be about the same spread as the Syracuse you're getting, game the you're, other way. You're getting three points just for being at home. They went nine and four last year. Yeah. They bring in a bunch of again high profile. Power conference transfers. I mean, they're a 50 50 game in my mind. I, I agree. Like, I think it'll probably end up being like a three and a half, four point spread yeah. in favor of UCF, unless they crap the bed against the FCS team they play. And like Louisville like, blows out Syracuse. In that case, Louisville probably comes in as a six point favorite, maybe at the most. Could be. Texas says this recommendation by Trevor's on point. Better off dead is a must watch. It's good. Again. It, I'm, I'm telling you, it just, I cannot explain my It is a quintessential. The weird thing is, is it's pretty funny, but I've read it in. Uh, Previously, where John Cusack has said that he hated making the movie more than anything. Hmm. Like, he just hates the movie, which is, it's not like it's that bad. Texas says, uh, you didn't watch, apparently somebody texted you talking about watching Silk Stockings last night, and you said, and Oh, I forgot. Didn't. And he's like, you'll watch anime with people, but you won't watch Silk Stockings. Oh, no, I texted her, I forgot. I, that's you right, that I was going to watch it on YouTube last night, and I completely forgot to do it. Yeah. Texas Don't blame says, me. Blame the cigarettes. Texas says, TK referred to, <laughs> to Devin Leary early in the show as Dennis Leary. Did I do it again? Probably. I've done that many a times. 
Does anybody who calls themselves a UFL fan better have gotten the hurdle today? Looking at you, Trev. I've never played hurdle. It's the, one of those offshoots of Wordle. I do play hurdle every. Uh, no, hurdle was tough. No, I did because I do hurdle. And did you do wordle today? By the way, I, yeah, I did. Wordle, I in, wordle was uh, tough it, today, wasn't it? Got it in two. You got wordle on two today. Got it in two. I got wordle on. I I, I pulled wordle out my rear end like I did the night before. The but like, the I, day before was hard. I've had multiple. It was hard. I've had multiple people say like you get should play the hurdle today, and it's got to be something UFL related. But I, I've never played hurdle. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I did not get hurdle today. It's Wolf Mother by Joker and the Thief. Yeah, that's that song that you have always plays. I'm way to give it away because I guess I will never play. Yeah, this is song that UFO plays it every. Oh, I never, Monday. I didn't even recognize it. Yeah. Well, in my defense, I would have never known the name of it. And second, I did it like 12:30 at night. Give, give me a, give me a break. Texas, if, if Penn State unionizes, I want. I don't think I can read that. I love my hurdle, by the way. I have 23 on the first, 57 never getting it. And that's the only nothing in the middle. Let's see, yeah. if I don't get it in one, I don't get it at all. <laughs> Texas, Ro- oh no, Rocket Watts is back in the transfer portal. Oh, that's oh, an old no. text. Thank God. I almost flipped out. I was like, no, 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 no. Texas, another official basketball promo video fe- featuring everything but basketball. Yeah, they're, they're kind of making that their thing. Like the. I, I need some game action. I need some, I need some run action. I need. To, I want to see some guys dribble. I want. I want to be able to infer way too much from a three second clip, and all they're giving. Like we had LLs dunking yesterday, and that was it. I'm like, well, we, we knew we could dunk. I've gotten that. Texture says, "Funky Dope Love" is a severely underrated Key Sweat song. I don't think I even know that. Song. I don't either, but I like the name. Texas I saw Key Sweat in concert. Texas, I'm with you. Um, as far as Louisville putting the banner up, I would be the most obnoxious person if it happens, kind of like Roush is at all times. <laughs> good text. Yeah, I like that. It's better because Roush doesn't listen. Texture says, <laughs> um, oh, this, uh, this is TJ. Yes, you could have won a million or Scoots is 250K. You got to check Goober. Uh, also, you can scan on your phone, bum. I can check on my phone? You can check if you won scratch-offs on your phone. I know you can do that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Texas, the show is off the rails. F the sanctions. Let's pretend we are eight years old and pick our favorite beast. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. It was pick your favorite monster. Like who? It's a pit. If you're gonna be a monster, who are you gonna be? And have to be like a classic monster. That was your fault. No, no. Someone. That's not me. The texture said something about a vampire. Yeah, they sent me down that path. They sent me down that pigeonhole. It's not my fault. Texas, we haven't had a good uh, Trevor in a while. <laughs> Texas, I suggest the haystack burger from Mark's feed store. It might be the best in town. I've never had a burger from Mark's. I haven't either. I've been, Mark's I, is good, though. I mean, I've been to Mark's a couple times. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but Sol's ordering Genesis blasphemy, which Sol's ordering a burger from IHOP, if you think. I mean. I would never do that either. Yeah, these are all things that only you do. I'm, I already got today's picked, people. I'm sorry. Now, tomorrow I'm- He's locked I, in. I may do a different burger tomorrow. I don't know. Um, I'm doing, I'm, I've got a wrestling pay-per-view I'm ordering on Saturday night, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. So I might just get like a- I might go pizza this tomorrow, though. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, pay-per-view sounds like pizza, right? I mean, it's... Sure. Yeah. Texas, I joined late today. Please tell me I haven't missed the, the DJ Wagner update theme song yet. It's been stuck in my head for the last three days. DJ we, Wagner, DJ We got to give a shout-out to, uh, to yeah. Jacob Bishop, the kid. He had his kid doing the, singing the DJ <laughs> Wagner song and putting it on Twitter last we night. We should have put, like, a, taken that video and, like, put the music underneath it. We should have. We could probably make, you know, that, that'd be a, a you thing. So it's... Oh, I can't do that. No, well, I mean, if you can't... I can work... I can do audio. I can't do video. I don't know how to do video, like, production. That's why I didn't like being in TV. Okay. 
Well, I'm just it's like screw. I have video Adobe on my computer, my laptop, because it comes with my Adobe subscription. But I like I can never get I I suck at it. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Shout suck out at to it. Jacob Bishop and his kid uh, at jbish03 on Twitter. He has his kids singing the DJ Wagner update of the day. We love it. DJ yeah. Wagner, it's the song that's sweeping the nation. Wagner. We love it. Texas, sorry if this was mentioned before, but what is the deal with Devon Mortimer? Is he playing next season? Mortimer? Th- there was a oh yeah the the play. four star wide receiver yep. from Florida State who flipped from Florida State on signing day. He did the most bizarre interview I've ever seen with a local guy in I guess the Miami area or Florida area. He, he is here, right? He's supposed to be coming. He's has not been on campus this offseason. He's all, he's registered in the U of L database. He's on the official U of L roster. Yeah. And he in the interview that just came out like two days ago. So I'm assuming it wasn't something that was filmed like five months ago. He talks about why he flipped to U of L. He still speaks glowingly about Louisville. It leads me to believe that he's going to be on the team this year. And look, he's one of the names that you talk about as far as we don't know who's going to step up at the wide receiver position. There are a lot of potential candidates. He would be on that list as a guy who might step up and become a reliable target from Lee Cunningham. We need multiple guys to step up and become that. And I mean, he is very highly touted. He's been compared to Tutu Atwell a lot. He's a burner uh, from the same area. Uh, he like, like we need him to get eligible. I, I don't know exactly what happened during the off season. I don't know like, what that report was. We still know details have been scarce, but here's hoping he's good to go. Yeah. We're throwing, we're throwing guys against the wall and just hoping one sticks in this group. And the more throws we get, the better pretty much. And so, uh, yeah, I and mean, I knew he had some issues off the field that, but then I remember, yeah, you saying he had like in, was on the website or something. So I assume that maybe I guess he was here. He's and, on the roster, but he has not been he has not been on campus so far this summer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm assuming. I mean, we got fall camp coming up. What next week? I'm assuming he's if he's going to be here. He should be here soon. He's, he's, in, he's in Louisville. You said. I mean, yeah. I guess two weeks would be fall camp. At the end of, end of next week. I mean, Texas says Trevor's a U of L fan and doesn't know that song. Just more evidence. Okay, they play at the is it the basketball games and football. I it's been a big deal for a while. I guess I just don't pay attention. Well, first of all, now we talked about this. It's been a while since I went to a game. Yeah, but still, like you, you like I know Zombie Nation, I know Archie. Yeah, I mean, I just, I guess I just don't pay attention as much either, though, when I'm there. Texas, maybe the reason Imani didn't return to Memphis State is because they hired Frank Haith on staff. It's <laughs> a, it's the best Memphis hire. I mean, if you have to lose Larry Brown, you no, bring in Frank Haith. If Frank you're gonna Haith. go, I mean, he, why would he? He went to Stan Heath. It's not really much of a. I mean, Frank. No, he's he joined Stan Heath though. Who did? Monty Bates. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, okay. I mean, Frank Hayes, Stan Heath, they're both morons. But one is notorious for cheating. That's true. Stan Heath's never cheated. Yeah, he just sucks. He's just not good at coaching. Yeah. <laughs> Texture says, uh, should we all make signs that say need guards on one side and Syracuse, dot, 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 Scott, on the other side? I like that. <laughs> need guards, though, is, I mean, Scott needs to be... Syracuse. Can we can we get the? Uh, we need guards, but we like we're not gonna get it. Oh, we, we know where we are now. God, this is one of those moments where I wish I was we were Kentucky because we could just make a shirt for. It. Remember the obviously the got milk, and yeah. then they did the got Patino shirts, which I had Tayshawn Prince sign because he made me mad. I wore one in the middle of the UK student section in 05. Dumbest got, slash best thing I've hello, ever done. Got guards? Question mark. But that's printed baby money. But like that's. That, that's like a, a dig at no, ourselves. No, yeah, that's that's what's funny about it. I don't think people think it's funny. Shut up, Jen. It's funny. You don't know anything about humor. <laughs> I don't think Louisville fans think that's funny. I think Louisville fans. Are like, no, there's I, a there's a segment that thinks that we like don't need guards and we're okay. There's a segment that thinks we absolutely need guards and it's not a laughing matter. This appeals to neither of those segments I think of the fan base. Funny. No, you do that when you actually have the thing that's implied on the shirt, like got milk. <laughs> 
You're like you need it. Like we know. That's why you put a question mark on it. We got it's guards. Like, we, we don't do. know. Well, we. I mean, we we got one. <laughs> we got guards. We got we got Hersey Miller, and we've got uh, Ellis, and we've got Zane Payne, and we got we got guards. I mean, they may Zane. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we've we've got guards. Just don't know if they're any good. <laughs> Texas, oh wow, special occasion. Trevor's going to get DoorDash for the wrestling pay per view. You know, no, it's a big deal. No, when if I get tr- pizza, I don't go through DoorDash. Oh, that's right. I go, but imagine. A man what, must have a code. Man must, yeah, I got, I got, I got to draw a line right here, baby. <laughs> Texas, if DJ comes here, I pray to God they use your DJ Wagner song in the clip of him hooping in practice. So oh, do I. That would be awesome. What they, they just played that when they entered the story lineup just for him? We're going to have to get with HBO people. <laughs> We're going to have to make sure this. Like, like they announced all four members and then, just, dun, dun, then dun, it just dun, goes dun. black and you hear the dun, 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 and the whole crowd starts DJ Wagner. And uh, starting at guard. He's <laughs> from Camden High School in New Jersey. Deep, DJ Wagner. I mean, it'd be uh, awesome. It'd be Incredible. I mean, you could take your your Metallica intro for Gentech and suck it because that's I mean that 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 beats it right there. All right, we gotta get out of here. Uh, Cardinal Insider with Jody Demling is up next. Then we got Louisville Bats baseball against the Nashville Sounds. Coverage starting at six thirty five. First pitch Ooh, at seven oh five. Trevor, we don't have time it. for you to talk. <laughs> that's 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 what you chimed in with. That you could bet on. That. I didn't mean to chime. I was just actually speaking out loud. And I know you. <laughs> I'll turn my mic down. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you guys Monday at three o'clock right here on fourteen fifty The Big X. You're not hurting, but I can see. You're about to get shed in the sun. You got your hair combed back and your sunglasses on, baby.